With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So much larger than life. Yeah! Launch timers. I'm on my way. I'm making it. This is the Matt Thomas Show. Twelve o'clock in H Town. What's happening, lunch timers? Good afternoon to you and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Matt Thomas Show. The reason why I'm a little verklempt early on is things Ross throws at me <laughs> just seconds before the show starts. I call them uh, grenades or sniper shots right before Matt turns his mic. This is a little inside radio, right? This is what we're talking about since we've been on the show now 12 years together, Matt. Yes. Especially since I've been in this room now in a co-host role. Yeah. I like to sometimes say um, just certain statements right before Matt turns his microphone on to, yeah. to see if I can throw them off. So let me tell you what I've learned so far in the last 50 minutes. There was somebody that had a birthday party I was not invited to, oh and now I'm not inviting him to my birthday party if I have one. Okay. 50th for Matt Thomas. In wow. we got six months. we got time to worry yeah, about Yeah, we got to get some plans. We gotta get, can we get a whole to-do? Can we get like a carnival? Can we get like, well... What do we want? We want clown characters there? Well, not necessarily uh, Travis Scott's Astro World level, because we know what happened there. But oh. can we get like a big festival? Like Maddie Fest. Is that what you want to call it? Maddie Fest, yeah. Okay. That's fine. We'll figure it out. But I was like, damn, I didn't get invited to that guy's party. Oh, God. Damn, it's not nice. I shouldn't have said anything. You probably shouldn't have. <laughs> but now it's in my craw, and it'll be stuck there forever. You ever hear that? You ever use that term, stuck in your craw, a lot? I think that's more of uh, an older term, but I, I mean... I don't say it often, but You can just, get things I, stuck in your craw, of it course. It made me think of something different. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. That person not inviting me to his, fifth, oh. uh, his birthday, stuck in my craw. Okay, Matt. And I'll remember that for well, the future. Let's get the show going now. We are. <laughs> Uh, phone lines are working. Watch. Well, are we sure? Oh! Hey, hey working. Oh, line two. Oh, yes. Which means today is a great day because we're going to go give away not one pair, but yes. two pair of Rockets Mavericks tickets on Friday night wow. for Bill Worrell Appreciation Night, which includes a ticket, the chicken burrito, a beverage. I think if you can't win tickets with us, you can do that for like 25 bucks. I think, something cheap like that. Wonderful. Uh, for Rockets and Mavericks. Rockets and Washington Wizards tonight on Sports Talk 790. Nobody beats the Wiz, Matt. You know, it's funny. I know what that means. You know what that means. I don't know if 95% of Houston knows what that means. Well, we have a, a young producer fledgling in his radio career. We could ask him, and I, I would imagine the answer would be no. Oh, sweet Dave Baker. Sweet. Uh, so we'll call you sweets for the purpose of this segment. When I say the term, nobody beats the whiz, does that mean anything to you? No, I, I've honestly never heard that statement okay. before. Well, um, to tell you the God's honest truth, 
Nobody Beats the Wiz is a electronics department store in the New York tri-state area. It's a stupid name. Sounds like, like it. Like if you said, hey, let's go buy a TV today, Ross. Where do you want to go? You could say Best Buy. It'd make a lot of sense. You could say I'm going to go to um, Macy's. You could say that makes some sense, right? You could say I'm going to go to Walmart. I'm going to go to Target. Who just rattles off the tongue? I'm going to go to Nobody Beats the Wiz. It's just a bizarre name. Well, the store the store was called the Wiz. Oh, I thought it was called the whole store was called Nobody Beats the Wiz. Oh, it says also known at times as Nobody Beats the Wiz. And it was in New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and of course it's most famous from that episode of Seinfeld. Yes. Well, that's why I just knew it from going to Nobody Beats the Wiz in my pre you know in previous years. The Wiz in itself. Are you ready for this? Now I think there has been a remake of the Wiz. The original Wiz, the Wiz, was a African American version of the uh, Wizard of Oz. Yes, in nineteen, I want to say Rossi it was nineteen. This is a, this is not sports, but who cares? There's not a lot going on, so just shut up for a second. <laughs> okay, if you're looking for sports takes, you probably need to go somewhere really a lot more twenty four seven sports. We're talking about life here for just a second. Uh, the Wiz was a movie that was created as an African-American version of uh, Wizard of Oz. Do you, do you know who played Dorothy in that nineteen late 1970s version? I just looked it up. So, well, that's I knew Michael Jackson was in it. Michael Jackson was in it. Nipsey Russell was in it. The real okay. Nipsey Russell, not the one that just recently passed. Not Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. That was the rapper. Uh, Diana Ross played uh, Dorothy in that version. Mm-hmm. And the number one song, you know, in The Wizard of Oz, it was uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. In in the Wiz, it was ease on down, ease on down the road. I have to watch that. It instead, was, I loved instead it. of the we're on the yellow brick road or road or whatever, yeah. we're on easing on down the road. Matter of fact, we'll play it as a bunk coming back from the next okay. break. It's Sounds kind great. of a catchy song. Is this still in production? I would like to go see the Wiz somewhere. I'm sure you can go to any one of the uh, online. I'm at Netflix or on Amazon if you will, will have it. Sure. You should, everybody should go watch The Wiz. Wow. Michael Jackson won an NAACP award for Outstanding Actor in a Motion Picture for his role in the film. Okay, so tell me who we're quitting, and then we'll get to sports, I promise. Okay. So we had Nipsey Russell. Was, yes. the, was the Scarecrow? Uh, or was it a Tin Man? I'm pulling up the whole cast. Well, I know he Nipsey Russell was in it. Michael the Jackson. Scarecrow was Michael Jackson. Ted Ross. Don't know who that is. Okay. Well, we wish him the best. Is he still alive? Maybe. Well, if he wasn't alive, Lena Horn. Oh, Lena Horn. Okay, I got you. The famous singer. Yeah. Uh, Ted Ross died in 2002. May yeah, he rest in peace. Yeah. Yes. And that'll conclude the Wiz conversation. Are we today. sure? We're gonna play the song coming back though. Okay. Which what's it called? Ease, Ease on, on down, down the, the road. road. Yeah. Okay. It's catchy. I'll take your word for it. You know, I like me. I like songs. Yeah, that Nipsey are catchy. Russell was Tin Man. Michael Jackson, Scarecrow. Ted Ross was the Lion. Dorothy was Diana Ross. Yes. Which felt like a little that's a little older of a Dorothy. And Richard Pryor was the Wiz. Shut the front door. Yes. That's you wouldn't watch that movie in 2022. I would love to watch would. it. It'd be great. Now to sports. On the program today. Uh Aaron Reese was supposed to be with us yesterday at 1:30, but because of our phone, um, let's just say everything just went to hell in a handbasket, is that fair to say? Pretty much? Yes. But the phones are back, as you just heard a moment ago. And you may call us at 713-212-5790. We will have Aaron Reese at 2.30 this afternoon to talk some Texans football. Uh, Before that, at 2 o'clock, we'll have our... It is my favorite segment of the week. 
It's everyone's favorite segment. I believe the 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 reason for part of our success in the last nine months has been because we have put together segments that our uh, people attract themselves to it. We have ain't nobody got time for that. Yes. Or shut your bum ass up, man. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are saying a lot of things lately, Matt. I think this is gonna be a good segment this week. Yeah. Um. I think Ken Rosenthal would like to tell uh, Rob Manford to shut his bum ass up, man. In all likelihood, yes. We have a Chicago reporter that's telling Aaron Rodgers that he's a meanie, and we probably need to tell that Chicago reporter to shut his bum ass up. Uh, we have, um, you know, maybe Christian Wood needs to be told to shut his bum ass up after going after coach uh, the coaching staff of the Rockets. There's a lot of different candidates this week, so we'll have that for you at 2 o'clock. Uh, also on the radio program today, we will get to, um, what else is there? To, oh, LSU. Uh, did you watch any of that last night? I didn't watch a single second of it. It wasn't very competitive. They sports had 30 play- well, I checked the score. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, it, they had like 30, was it 39 players on scholarship at the game? I've heard anywhere between 36 and 39. Okay. None of which was a good quarterback. No. And if you had the, if you liked garbage time points, you got plenty of them late in the contest. By the time I really sat down to watch any of it, it was 35 to 7. Mm. Mm. So you I felt like big, I didn't miss much. So Big 12 dominating the SEC is what you're telling well, me. Well, I want to know where Gordy is to, to break down and give us his magnitude of excuses. Mm. Well, I mean, they didn't have a quarterback. Or John and, Trey or Kirkland coach. was there. Yeah. What was the crowd? Oh, but I was, was going to bring up about this. What was it? What can you see the box score? What was the announced crowd of the game yesterday? I'm pulling it up, and it is fifty-two thousand two thousand two hundred and seven. Okay, so they lie about that. There wasn't fifty-two k in there. Okay, I mean, somebody went to the game yesterday. Were there fifty-two thousand people there, or was it closer to forty? You know how the old tickets sold. Right, goes. Yes, we can ask. I mean, we have about eighteen LSU people yeah, around. Any of here. our coworkers, <laughs> meaning every one of our coworkers who went to the game yesterday, how many people were legitimately at the game yesterday between LSU and if you want to shoot us a tweet, let us know. LSU Kansas State, how many people were really there? Was it fifty two thousand, which would be more than two thirds of the stadium, correct? Or give or take around that. Yeah. Around well, it was a seventy one capacity. So yeah, more than it'd be more mm-hmm. than uh, than two thirds. Uh so I put on the channel I put on channel eleven news last night as I was headed uh to take my daughter to her volleyball scrimmage. The lead story was big stadium event tonight. Will people wear masks? Will people be afraid to not social distance? Will there? And I was thinking to myself, is this the six o'clock headline? Now, I know Omicron has certainly made its way around the world, including yours truly. But it's funny. It took Ross the LSU Kansas State game for Channel 11 to do a news story about it when the Texans have had football games since then. Which then begs a question. Are they not worried about Texans and Omicron? Well, because the crowd's only half full. They're very socially distanced there. They if are. You, if you look at whether, the crowd. Whether they want to or not, they're being socially distanced. Yeah. Even if the general manager says the support has been fantastic all season. Which we will discuss in just a matter of moments. What have I told you, ladies and gentlemen? Ross, you and I have been together for 12 years. What do I say about people in sports? They lie. Uh, yes. Almost as much as you, who lies seven times a day, I think you said? I say the average person lies three times a day. Uh I believe in some particular cases it's more. Mm -hmm. Some could be less. Well, if you're a politician, it's about 50 per day, if minimum. Right. I mean, there's some people that just do it more than others. But I'm telling you, the average person lies three times a day. Nikki C. 
I believe his hallucinating. <laughs> I mean, straight up hallucinogens. What are what is a good hallucinogen, Ross? I believe that would be mushrooms and LSD. Okay, pay, uh, is peyote a hallucinogen? So, so, so here is my tease: Is the general manager of the Houston Texans doing shrooms? <laughs> hmm. We will discuss in a matter of moments. Shroom and Nikki C. I mean, I, look, people do shrooms. I'm not going to judge you if you do, mm-hmm. but you're going to say some outlandish things. And he absolutely said something that was completely outlandish. We'll discuss that in a minute. 12 12 on the Matt Thomas Show. 713 212 5790 is how you reach our show today if you want to get in. We'd love for you to be a part of the show. 713 212 5790. Want to welcome a brand new member to the Sports Talk 790 family, and that is partnersinbuilding.com. Let me give you the website again partnersinbuilding.com. These are folks that can build you a custom home in and around the greater Houston area. We're talking about areas along Oak Forest, Friendswood, Spring Valley, Energy Corridor, Memorial Villages, uh, Westview, Sugarland. If you've got land or a lot that you want a custom home built, let Partners in Home and Building do it for you. Partnersinbuilding.com. They will design a home from scratch based on what you want and what you can afford. Construction costs and upgrades and lot preparation are all priced up front. And I'm telling you, it's an easy, streamlined design and build process that will be a very rewarding experience for you. So if you really believe that you can have the custom home of your dreams, I know that's a reality if you go to partnersinbuilding.com. That's partnersinbuilding.com. This is Craig Ackerman. And the Rockets get the job done. Oh, here's another new catchphrase I have for you. Good gracious! Good gracious! You're listening to the Matt Thomas Show on Sports Talk 790. I'm gonna have to download this Apple Music. Okay, like the whole soundtrack? No, just this song. Oh, just one song? You didn't like the rest of the soundtrack? I don't know. Is there anything else on there I would like? Did they swing, sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow at any point? Or is it all different music? There's, there's got to be a way for Diana to sing something on the album, right? Well, I'm sure she did, yeah. of course. I know that Michael Jackson... <sighs> How do I describe it? Trouble, um, troubled human being, right? Allegedly? No, I don't think it's allegedly. Well, he I've, was never convicted of anything. Yeah, but nor was OJ. That HBO yeah, documentary, I never saw. I, but I couldn't. I honestly, I couldn't finish. You it. told me that. But man, what a dang! It's so sad that he had his life because he was just an amazing singer. I actually like, but a troubled human being. Trouble would be an From understatement. Yeah. I actually like early Michael more than I like late Michael. Hmm, like uh, off the wall thriller is what you call that's middle Michael, right? I'm gonna say like early Michael uh, is like rock with you. Yeah, that's that's, off that's the wall. my favorite. Yeah, I don't know if that's early though. But he I mean, because he started when he was like six, he's a teenager I, I at that point. I don't count Jackson Five at all. That's early Michael, I would say. I'm talking about Michael the early solo. Early solo Michael. Solo, yeah. Early okay. solo. Like Rock With You. After that awkward period where they became shake your, the, shake the your body Jackson. Down. Yeah, that song too. Mm-hmm. Off the Wall, Thriller. Those are two of the biggest albums ever. Yeah. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. That's, that's the wheelhouse for me. Yeah. I remember buying, um, buying Thriller on CD at Sam Goody. Sam Goody still around? I don't think so. Any of those places around? I don't think like so. Blockbuster's gone. Warehouse Sam music. Gone, blockbuster warehouse. music. Like kids today do not go to the store to buy music. They just get it off their phone. No, yeah, exactly. There are vinyl stores. Mm. Vinyl outsells CDs now. That comes to zero surprise. Because mm-hmm. it is it has made a resurgence. Well, I think in the last couple of years was the first time in thirty years or something like that. Sale yeah. vinyl sales outpaced CDs. Right. And I do have a small vinyl collection. You can play it at my at my birthday party. Okay, I'll get the I'll get the Wiz on vinyl. Oh, we would jam. It sounds getting starting a vinyl collection sounds really cool and fun, and then you realize you have to turn you can't pause the music and you have to turn it over like every twenty minutes. Yeah, it's kind it's, of annoying. It's too much work. Yeah, I, it's it, getting into it is fun and collecting is fun, but when you sit down and listen to the music, it's a somewhat you have to be doing an activity like if I'm cooking or something. Yeah, my son, my middle son, is big into vinyl. Okay, good. Oh, really? Very, yeah, loves it. Yeah, Got, he's, I'm a buy. You know what? I'm big gonna vinyl, start buying him stuff. Big vinyl and the uh, Beatles and Queen. Mm-hmm. That's are those are his two. Okay, jams. yeah. All right, so I've told you guys on multiple occasions the average person lies three times a day, and I might be on the north end of that. I might be more in the four point two five to five category, but I don't. I don't mean it viciously. Nikki Casario is the general manager of your beloved Texans. He appeared on, I believe, Texans Radio. Yes, which would then mean we couldn't play it because mm. we are not Texans Radio. Would we get a cease and desist if we did? I, I don't know. <clears throat> okay, I'm, just I'm, I'm not really. Willing to take that chance. Okay. We're, we can paraphrasing is just as good as anything else in this particular case. Okay. So Nikki C was asked uh about uh the fans and let's paraphrase the best we can, Sports RV. Basically, the response to what has it been like being an energy stadium this year, he says, you know, I think the fans have bought in bought in. The crowd has been noisy, it's been loud, it's been exciting. And again, I'm just very much paraphrasing here. I can walk and give you some of the Quote, I'd love to hear it. I would say the fan support really throughout the season has been great. It's been pretty loud in the stadium. So I think, you know, we've had support, which is quite frankly awesome to see. I think they believe in the things that we're trying to do. That is a that is either him flat out lying to the broadcasters, which is not nice because it's Texans radio. It's not like he was on Packers radio doing this. He was on Texans radio. Or he's using shrooms. How do you feel, Houston, that your general manager may be using hallucinogen on a uh, team-based radio show? If he was being completely honest, what would he have said? Fan attendance is the lowest that it's ever been in its history. No, no, I, 
I wouldn't want him. I, if I wouldn't want him doing that, you don't need to beat yourself up over this. What you say is, uh, we're going to do the best thing we can to get some of those fans that have left us to come back. I think that's what you do. That we are working tireless, tirelessly. There's a big syllable word for you. Tirelessly to get everybody back to where we were at a couple of years ago. And we think we can do it. But I don't think you need to insult us by telling us how fan support, how it's been pretty loud this year. The fan support has been great and the stadium has been loud. It's been really loud for the opposing team more times than not. (laughs) I told you this before, Ross. Yeah. I can't believe there were Seattle Seahawks fans. Oh, there were. Seahawks fans took that stadium over. Yeah. There were a lot of Chargers fans there. I'm telling you, this Sunday, if I blindfolded you, put you in a helicopter, and didn't tell you how far we were going, okay? but I, la- I, I landed the helicopter in NRG Stadium, All right. put you in a chair, and mm-hmm. said, where are we? You're going to swear we're at, t- at uh, Nissan Stadium in Nashville this Sunday. You think that will be as loud I, for the I Titans fans? I think it fans? will be 8-1 to one Titan fans of Texas. Whoa! Yeah. No way! 8-1? to one? That seems high. Okay, I'll I sh- think to me fifty fifty would be uh, is no high. I will I will not say that. I will say there will be more Titans fans than Texans fans there. The Tennessee Titans, first of all, they're going to bring people down here. This is a chance for them to be the number one seed in the playoffs. Well, there's Titans a ton of Titans fans here. That's what I'm saying. I think I I could see it sixty forty comfortably. And I feel very hmm. confident saying okay. that. There will be the the crowd noise will be significantly louder for anything than the Tex- the Titans do than anything the Texans do. <laughs> I, yeah. How can Nikki well. let me ask you this? How on God's green earth can Nikki Casario talk about how it being pretty loud when every week they're kicking out fans for call for signs that say Tommy Boy on it? <laughs> Is he that tone And he down? can say this, the fan support has been great. Clearly, he's not anywhere involved in the, their Twitter account. Well, you know why? Because he's up in the he- he's up in the booth talking to to uh, David Cully. David Cully and having him punt when they're in the where they're deep, not deep, but the, when they're into forty nine er territory right. and down two scores with seven minutes to go. Maybe maybe he just is a little lightheaded in, in the media section of, of the press box of, of NRG because it's very high. Yeah, that's uh... it's first of all. It's a no-win situation. Yes, but if, but if I'm the interviewee and you're the interviewer, let's mm-hmm. play. Let's play. Let's role play this. Ask the question that Vandermeer asked, and I'll give you I, what I think would have been the answer. I Go don't ahead. know exactly what he said, but I mean, is there is something about the fan. You know, the the there has been some successes this year. Yeah. There are some things to build on, right? And, and do you think our fans are seeing that? Right. Uh, first, great question, Mark. Uh, secondly, I, um, I want to thank every fan that has stayed with us through this very difficult season. I know it's not fun being at a game where the team's not winning. Um, I know that uh, this city is accustomed to winning football. I understand this city is accustomed to being in the playoffs. And if you've been with us all year long and you've been at the stadium cheering, we hear you. Thank you for that. And we look forward to getting more of you back in the stadium next year. We're going to do everything we can, starting with the day after the end of this season, to improve and to make NRG Stadium the one of the best stadiums in the NFL like it's been in years past. That's how you answer the question. Yeah, there are any number of ways, any directions you can go. You can be completely honest and blunt, which obviously does not... I don't endorse that. No, it doesn't make any sense. Right. And then you can just... Uh, give it more of a soft landing and like you did and me be more diplomatic like you were 
But to flat out just say that the fan support has been great and the stadium is getting loud? The, let me tell you something. Nikki, see if you're listening. Your fan base hates you. Except for that dork, those dorks like Texans Darlene and Battle Red Barry and Deep Steel Dan and Liberty White Larry. Those dorks are going to love you whether you're 1 and 16 or 16 and 1. I'm talking about the good people that listen and to this radio show. The good people that do want winning football in this town. They have left you. They hate you. They hate you right now. They don't really hate you, Nick Casario. They hate what your, your organization. They hate your organization. They hate your bosses. They really hate your bosses. But I'm telling you, Rossi, when you're in the ivory towers of Texanville, you're oblivious of that stuff. His ivory tower is the press box where he's calling the game alongside his head coach. The ivory tower in which Cal lives in is in his office where he's playing video games. And then he gets to sit in the end zone in his little club area where Andre Johnson is now his bestie again. What happened to Andre Johnson? That was uh, such a, a flip, such a change of tune. What what happened? Reverse I thought Andre was like, this is not how we deal with a franchise. I, I want to say that's still Andre Johnson's last tweet. Do you think that's do you think him doing that was partly because he wanted to get the team to back him for a potential Hall of Fame bid? I mentioned was that when you were out? Might have been. I mentioned that. I absolutely mentioned that before he was a finalist. He completely 180 this. That popped in my head as well. And yeah, that was the last tweet from Andre Johnson, January 12, 2021. Almost we're coming up a year on it. Read it. If I'm Deshaun Watson, I will stand my ground. The Texans organization is known for wasting players' careers. Since Jack Easterby has walked into the building, nothing good has happened in for the organization. And for some reason, someone can't seem to see what's going on. Pathetic with three exclamation points. Yeah. He's doing this because... He needs the team to back him up for a Hall of Fame. And that's the first thing that popped in my mind as well. 12-28 on the Matt Thomas Show. 713-212-5780. Our phones are working, Ross. So people want to call Are in. you sure? I mean, I think. Yeah. We had three We had three people, according to Sweet Dave, that wants the Wiz as today's edition of Believe It or Not. I can make it happen. I, I want us to go watch the movie after the show. Well, I don't have time. I got a Rockets game tonight. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's an early one, too. Six o'clock against the hated Wizards. Oh wow! So when is the A team off? <laughs> Another two-hour show for them. Really grinding there in the old PM drive. Seven one three two one two five seven ninety. Seven one three two one two five seven ninety. The Matt Thomas Show till three o'clock today. Shut your bum ass up. Ain't nobody got time for that at two. Aaron Reeves from the Athletic at two thirty, and two pairs of Rockets and Maverick tickets giveaway at two fifty this afternoon here on Sports Talk seven ninety. Rockets, Astros, and real Texans talk here. Fan interest in the Houston area. Man. Houston Sports Talk 790. So I'm calling it 60-40 Titan fan in the stadium. On the wow. Team. Yeah, I feel good about that. Okay. If Seattle fan was crazy and making themselves heard, why can't Titan fan do it? Well, I guess I'll have to go to the game, Matt. Are you going to go? No, I'll be out of town. Well, I thought you got your, you got your big trip coming up. Um, look at vacation, just a little weekend, get away from Matt. Oh, it was like four days with you is going to really be, take a toll on me. So I got to go. I might have a trip in February too. I think I'm going to burn all my vacation in the first two months of the year. Question is, um, 
Do I burn it? I have to get a foot surgery sometime in the first quarter. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yep. I've got calluses that don't go have gone away. Oh, okay. The best thing is let's just repair it so mm-hmm. they don't re- recur. Okay. Do I take a Are you going to be wheeling around or what? Well, they're going to put a boot on me for a few weeks. Oh, wow. Do I go... Can I claim that as a sick day or do I have to take a vacation day to get a surgery? It's certainly on a vacation. I think if you're getting surgery, that's sick day, right? But still a day away from you. I'm not saying it's a vacation. You wouldn't want a burned vacation. Exactly. You're not... It's not like you're going to Maui to get your... So as long as I come back with a with something on my foot, like a ankle, whatever, like a, a boot, then they'll be like, "Oh yeah, he really was sick." Well, I think yeah. If if well, I guess that's a question for HR. But I would imagine if you have surgery scheduled, you would do sick day. Okay, because I still want my four weeks vacation. Any vacation, it is not vacation. Well, Trust maybe me. a spirit day. Now, what what's spirited about having foot surgery? Because <laughs> here's know. the thing: I well, hopefully your surgeon spirited. I did ask him. I said, "Can I go to work today?" He goes, "No." Okay, because you're going to be loopy. I'll be loopy. And mm. he says, you can you need me to drive you anywhere? No, uh, my wife's going to volunteer. Okay, good. I don't think... I, you would forget about me. I was bluffing. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you were. All right, so I'm calling... I'm putting in a sick day. Thanks for helping uh, verify I, uh, that. That seems like a very, very clear sick, sick right. day situation. So I'm probably going to do that in March. Is that okay. okay with you? Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, the Houston Texans. Somebody just tweeted this out. Don't do it during us. March Madness. When U of H could be involved, making a run. February it is. Oh, yeah, because the Final Four this year is New Orleans. You do it after the Super Bowl. Ain't nothing be going on. Yeah, in February. It's a great idea. It's Thanks. the slowest time of the year besides July. It's true. All right, the Houston Texans have redefined season ticket memberships for fans. Explain. I'd be happy to. Uh, this is Greg Grisham, who is the team president. says, we are always looking for ways to evolve to do what is best for our season ticket members. Together, our conversations led us to redefine what it means to be a part of the Texans family. By offering new savings, more flexibility, and better benefits. In 2022, season ticket members will experience first-time renewal incentives, exclusive benefits, and year-long rewards to express our gratitude for their loyalty. You know what? That makes complete sense. You're coming off a back-to-back four-win seasons. (laughs) The... Waiting list, which was once a waiting list, is no longer in existence anymore. Can I sign up for this waiting list? Is it even there? No, there's no waiting list. If you want season tickets right now, you could call and get them tomorrow for next year. Really? Yeah. It used to be thousands deep. It used to, I think it was 15,000 deep. Didn't Jerome Solomon do a column about him Him kind of uh, half-heartedly being on the waiting list to see where he'd be every year? And then he called and they finally called him and said, you're up? And he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was 15000 or something. So if you're a part of this new membership, it says reduce pricing on 2022 and 2023 season tickets based on season ticket member tenure when a member renews early. So dynamic pricing. Get in now. You'll charge. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Flexible renewal deadlines and payment plan options. That means we're not going to ask for all your money up front. If you need to do it over six months, nine months, 12 months, we'll oh, do it that's that good. Put you, you can put your tickets on layaway. The opportunity to swap tickets between games. Hmm. Genius. For the same price? Like if yeah, you get the Jaguars. And if I have two tickets, let's say I have four tickets for a game against the Colts. Yeah. But I can only use two or I don't use any of them. I can turn those four in and get four for another game against, say, I don't know, the Buccaneers. If I want, if that's available to me. But that would be in with without paying extra? That's a good deal. That I don't know. That I seems could, like a good deal. No, but everything they've done here makes complete sense. Yeah. Uh, exclusive discounts on game day concessions and Houston, Houston Texans merchandise. That's fine. 
exclusive access to the team throughout special events. That means like, you know, autograph sessions. Yeah, they always have that kind of stuff for for season ticket holders, right? Come meet Matt Thomas. There's, well, I mean, they could. I mean, I would go. Mm Mm-hmm. That all, what I just explained to you makes complete sense. That, yeah. That's smart business. It's a good marketing move. Because the, the Rockets are doing the exact same thing. The Rockets are not charging 2017 prices for 2021 basketball games. Nor should 22. they. No. I mean, you get to go to the game Friday if you want to for 25 bucks and get a chicken burrito out of it. That sounds great. And a beverage. And a beverage and a game ticket. You Sports franchises in this town... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Especially when two of the three of them are in either going to be going to rebuild mode or in rebuild mode. You just cannot continue to think that you're the hottest ticket in town when you're not. Mm-hmm. So I applaud the Texans for. I applaud probably Greg Grissom. I don't think. Do you think that that Cal had, had, had anything to do with this? No, there's I no think chance. Cal wrote this release. There's no chance of, of that. He didn't. So Greg Grissom, if you're listening, you got a head on your shoulders. Good for you. Yes. Well, this somewhat goes against to what Nikki C was saying about how full the stadium. Well, he didn't say it was a full stadium. It's because before. Nikki C lie. was lying to you. <laughs> yeah, of course. I can't stop telling y'all. These general managers, these coaches, these players lie. Ross, could we live in a sports world where a team wouldn't lie to us for seven straight days? Yes, we do. I'd love to find out one. Like every time Aaron Rodgers gets asked about his future in Green Bay, he's been lying during the whole time. Either he's been super pissed off or things are getting better, but he's not told us the truth. He's still very noncommittal about his future. Wouldn't you like to know Russell Wilson if he really wants to stay in Seattle or if he really is going to ask for a trade? He knows what he wants to do. Let's try to ask our sports teams not to lie to us for seven straight days. It's hmm. it's impossible. It's impossible for an average human being not to lie at least three times a day. Some of them. No, you lie constantly. That's not true. I know one lie that you're going through on a regular basis. <laughs> I, what? I'm not saying it on the air. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, you know. I don't think I can't think of anything. Oh, I'll tell you during the break. Okay. All right, Father Matt. I'm as I said, I'm not I'm not rolling, I I'm, didn't not, say I'm that. not hiding it. Okay. Now, lies don't necessarily have to be vicious, but they just can't be the they can, you know, when you when you don't tell the truth, you're lying. Okay. It's just the opposite. Like, I mean, Sweet Dave over here. What about him? I mean, I don't really mind that he loves being, loves the Dallas Mavericks. You're lying. That's a lie. You're lying. I think it's atrocious. I think yeah. it's awful. That's the truth right there. Didn't we have used to have a lie buzzer? Yes. And you used to, no, there was one time where we would play, what was the band? If we thought you were lying, there was one day we did. This was on the morning show when you were in the morning. 
Oh, just trying to catch me in a lie. Yeah. If we thought you were lying, we'd play a song from a from a band. It wasn't Motley Crue. It was like an '80s rock band. Oh, that's 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 really opening things up there. Remember? No, I I you know yeah. If you want to if you want if you wanted to have a sound effect for a lie detector, like a, like a bzzz or something like that, I'd accept that. Yeah, we used to have it. But that's something. That's something you'd have to keep. Like you'd have to keep your left hand on it constantly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because yeah, you're lying constantly. It's what you can get away with, right? In theory. In theory. 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. If you'd like to join us on the show today. Our phone system is up and working, so that's good news. Because that's going to help us out with ain't nobody got time for that at 2 o'clock today. i tell you what, you know who's going to have a big beef is uh, airline passengers at airports. Have you seen the stories the last couple of days about flights being canceled left and right because these planes, either weather issues or uh, staffing issues because of COVID? No, I didn't see that. That's, well, yeah, hundreds and hundreds of flights across the, I shouldn't say hundreds, thousands across the country have been canceled oh, no. and delayed. We'll have a flight this Friday. What time is your flight? I don't remember. Nonstop change planes. 1,300, that's a nonstop. 1,300 flights canceled Wednesday mm-hmm. at Southwest. Oh, mm-hmm. flying Southwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Okay. Staycation it is. <laughs> I I hear Nacogdoches is lovely this time yeah, of year. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I'll go camping. I'll there. go camping in a state park or something. Weather should be nice this weekend, probably, right? Yeah. Okay, I can do that. I got I got my gear ready. Just easier to drive. I'm not a big mm-hmm. driver either. How about the how about you see the Virginia uh interstate that got stuck because of downfalling trees and tank and trucks that got stuck? People were stuck in there for like twelve or fourteen hours on an interstate. You didn't see that? No. Where, where, what what are you doing in your life? What do you mean? You've like around I don't Washington. You DC. watch a lot you watch a lot of news. I, I, I don't. actually don't. I it's just You were happened. talking about something that was on eleven news last night or something. Yeah, that, but that was because I was watching it for a minute and a half. I look at sports news. I don't necessarily look at regular news. What I was thinking about, there's an I ninety like I don't know if it's not I don't think it's ninety four, but there was an interstate between like Richmond, Virginia and Washington, DC that had terrible, terrible traffic issues. Like cars were stuck. Oh no. For like in like 20 degree temperatures for like 12, 13, 14 hours. And the first thing I thought about is, man, they must be hungry. And then the second thing I thought of was, where are they going to the bathroom? Hmm. That's why I won't go on a boat. Like a cruise ship? No, like a sailboat for a length of, length of period of time. Like a yacht? No, fishing. fishing. Well, like a fishing boat? Yeah. Well, you're not a fisherman. Correct. That's why. I, part of it's because I don't want to worry about the bathroom issue. Well, I mean, it's not like you're going to be there for days. Yeah, but I once went. It was me and Governor Jesse Ventura went on an eight-hour what uh, boat ride, to fishing trip. Yeah, they have bathrooms. Not out in the great outdoors. I don't. Not when you're on a boat for eight hours. Well, what kind of? You were on a really small boat. Yeah, it was I me. went on a deep sea was, fishing trip last year. I think it was me, the fishing guide, and Jesse Ventura, or maybe two years ago. Oh, yeah, I guess for eight hours, something can crop up. Why don't you hop in the water, do your business, and hop back in? I don't ever <laughs> want to think about that, ever. That's the reason why I'm not a fisherman. Uh, maybe they have a bucket or something. Oh, you're going to you're gonna do your thing in the bucket, huh? I don't know. And you're going to, you're going to, you're going to. I'm gov- talking about solutions, man. Yeah, the governor of Minnesota. I'm trying to provide solutions you're to the problems. Governor, you're going to be doing your thing in the bucket. And the governor of Minnesota, one of the greatest wrestlers can't. of all time, entertainer, is going to be watching you do Jesse your thing. Ventura is going to care. It's true, probably true. 1244, The Matt Thomas Show. 
This is Carlos Correa. Back to Matt Thomas. Sports Talk 79. It's your home of Astros Baseball. Twelve forty-eight. Sports Talk seven ninety. The Matt Thomas Show with you till three o'clock today. Coming up at two o'clock. Ain't nobody got time for that. Two thirty. Aaron Reese from the Athletic on the Texans, and believe it or not, two fifty today on the Wiz. Seven one three two one two five seven ninety. If you want to get in, are we in a really dormant time of sports right now? It feels like that to me. We've got the NFL playoffs coming up, but it's going to be good for us to watch them. But when you don't have a vested interest in them, it's just anything more than just a casual watch. No dog in the fight on Saturday at three thirty for Houston. That's true. That normally was the Bengals are taking that spot. Probably lock that in, guaranteed. Okay. Although I think the playoffs now go Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. There's going to be a Monday night playoff. I game. forgot about that. Is that this year? I yeah. remember hearing about that, but I didn't know if that was being implemented this yeah, year. This year, and then they're going to have the Nickelodeon uh, game too, like they did last year. Wonderful. And our buddy uh, Noah Eagle, who's the voice of the Clippers, will mm-hmm. be doing that game as well on C- on uh, Nickelodeon. Wonderful. Network. Is somebody going to get slimed? Uh, they slime the end zone when someone scores, I think. That's right. But it's, vir- it's digital. Yeah. It was worth watching for about 15 minutes last year. I think if that, I, I don't know. But I, I know Noah, much. and he's a friend of mine, so I was excited for him well, to call good. the game. I'm glad you and Noah are boys. Love the Eagle family. They're great. Good people. Sure. I'm maybe. I have no idea. No, there's no maybe. It's well, I don't know. I, well, I could. I'm telling you. I don't you. know firsthand. The, no. Well, I'll introduce you next time. Well, I just know that Come to the Clippers I and, Rockets and, game. Uh, Mike Fratello got into it once, so I don't know. Yeah, but you, you've, you've, you've shunned Ian since then. He is one of the nicest people you'll ever meet in your life. Okay, I'm sure he is. I think Fratello is more grumpy than anything else. <laughs> you never since he lost his merm, he was. A, he's been a different person. Is he still on air somewhere? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Not on the national stage. I mean, he's least. over 80 at this point, right? No, no, he's not Hubie level. Okay. Well, he's 74. Close enough. Okay. Like, Hubie's like 88 or something like that. He's really old. And still does games on ESPN. Yeah, he is 88, exactly. Because his son, Brendan, is the color analyst for Knicks games on New York Radio. Brendan Brown? Brendan Brown, yeah. Hmm. Good for him. Brendan Brown playing the league or something? I don't. I a I think coach? he's got a. I think he's got a front office background. Oh, okay. I don't hold me to that. I won't. Okay. Uh, speaking of the NBA, Rockets tonight take on the Philadelphia, the Philadelphia, the Washington Wizards. Nineteen and eighteen of the Wizards. Um, the, does John Wall get a ceremony tonight? Like a tribute video? Because he sort of got one last year, just like James Harden sort of got one last year when he came back for with Brooklyn. And then he came back. Uh, Harden got another tribute. People clapped during the tribute, and then when he went to the free throw line, they right after that, they booed him. <laughs> uh, he got booed in the introductions as well, I believe, right? Uh, well, last year when I did it, there was massive indifference. This year, there was a few more boos. Mm-hmm. I think he likes Houston more than people want to say they do. He does. What do you mean? Just... Of course he loves Houston. What's not to love? He's throwing up the H. He's got his jersey retired in a in certain like, clubs. If he goes to Brooklyn, which he did, and they don't win, do you think it was a wasted trip for him there? Yeah, do if they don't he, win a championship, it was not wasted, but they didn't reach their goal. Goal unfulfilled. Yes. That when you get Durant and you get Kyrie Irving together, Oops. sort of, <laughs> kind of, and you get uh, James Harden together, you're supposed to win a championship. What's the latest on that? Wasn't Kyrie coming back for road games, and then I he was in was, protocols? And I then, thought it was tonight. Okay, is that tonight? 
Don't hold me to that. But it's yeah, only in a certain number of venues. Yeah, because they're playing at the Pacers. And that would be a place he could play if he wanted to. And I told you this, I don't know if you were with me or not, but I've said this before. This is a terrible move by the Nets. You can't selectively play. No matter how good you are, no matter how many years you've been in the NBA, there is a bit called chemistry. And you just can't have the chemistry when you're playing in 14 cities and you can't play in the other 16. Does that make any sense to you? It makes perfect sense. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a bad, first of all, it's a bad president's ascent. Uh, I think you're going to see this. If, if, you, if Kyrie gets to do this for a long term, uh, you're going to see other players doing the exact same thing. Well, he's basically on the Daniel Tice schedule. Sometimes he plays 35 yeah, minutes, but and sometimes not, he plays zero. But that's not Daniel Tice's decision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, apparently uh, Scoot will be back in the lineup for the Rockets tonight. What? Christian Wood probably as okay. well. We'll get more further clarification in a couple of hours, but I have prepared my board for those guys to play. Okay, good. Somebody asked me if uh, Christian Wood's trade value diminished because of this. I say no because I think at the end of the day, Ross, he walks into a bunch of 2010s games. Mm-hmm. Not walks, literally, but just he figures out a way to get to that number. Yeah. He's averaging 17 points and 10 rebounds now. He's had a bunch of 20-point games as of late. So it's his scoring has gone up. I think if you're if you're Chris, if you like Christian Wood, and he's the type of guy that you think can help you get to the next level with your basketball team. You're going to be the leader of the, well, we'll put him under our care and our environment and our leadership team, and he'll be just fine. I think a lot of teams feel that way. That's what the Rockets felt like. With Kevin Porter Jr., absolutely they did. Well, with Christian Wood as well. Well, but Christian Wood was a little bit different. That was a free agent. That was they had to get into a bidding war to get him. That's true. When they traded, when the Rockets traded for Kevin Porter, they thought, you know what? This guy's got a lot of raw, natural ability. He obviously got sideways with the Cleveland Cavaliers organization. We'll put him in with Luke, and he'll hang out with him and be just fine. And it'll work for a while. Or he'll throw stuff at him. Well, apparently he's been uh, very apologetic. That's good. Which I would hope would be the case. The opposite would be, screw you, I'll find something bigger next time. (laughs) Yeah, You wouldn't want that to be quite the opposite. So we'll see. I would expect Rossi for this team to be overhauled before the, by the trade deadline. Just a, a very small gut feeling. On I my would part. say, yeah, if we're setting over uh, under, I, I would say at least two trades. I will say it. I can. I would be. This is a pure guess on my part. Mm-hmm. The Rockets will be without. We'll have three players on tonight's roster that will not be here after the trade deadline. Okay. I don't know which three it would be. Because it's all in the eye of the beholder. Well, Eric Gordon is candidate number one. That feels like that's that's the strongest one. It feels of the like group. he's Gonzo, right? And the rest of them, you could again, in my opinion, the only ones untouchable is Jalen Green. Everybody else could be for a right price. Yes. Now there are some guys that you don't pay much, you get great, great value for, like Jay Sean Tate. Jay Sean Tate is a productive NBA player. I would say he's the next most untouchable, or Alpi Shingun, I guess, but. Yeah, Alpi, uh, I think they like what they see out of Josh Christopher. Again, I don't think you're trading for Josh Christopher because you don't have such a small sample size. I don't think he is the type of difference maker you're mm-hmm. thinking of. Um, Jayshon probably Ross with a year and a half under his belt as an NBA player. I think we kind of know who he's going to be. Incredible hustle, incredible fight, desire. Um, going to be just limited in some parts of his game. The three-point shot just isn't a part of well, it. If he could develop that. He'd be pretty dangerous. If he got to, he's a 30% three-point shooter mm-hmm. now. If he got to, say, 36, 37, 
He can yeah. get you 15 points yeah, a game even league with average, his eyes closed. Yeah. Yeah. 30, uh, yeah, usually around there is around the league average these days. Yeah, so that to me is the biggest thing holding back. And Jayshon, too, is 6'4". And he's playing the power forward against most guys that are going to be, even if they're not the, the prototypical power forward, they're still going 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, but I'll tell you what, for a guy that's 6'4", he can get in there and rebound like a mutta. And has been able to do so. No, league average this year is at 35%. That's lower than the last couple of years. Hmm. A lot of more shots being hoisted up. And maybe oh my the Rockets bringing that down by themselves. Hmm. <laughs> They're not. I, I think they're bottom third, but they're right at the top yeah, of the bottom uh, third. Uh, yeah, they used to be dead last. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Then, then Garrison Matthews started playing yeah. and Armani Brooks started playing. The two numbers of Rockets are dead last still to this day. 71% free throw shooting, which isn't horrible, but when you, when you do it collectively, it's the worst in the NBA. And they're also dead last in turnovers at 17 a contest. So there you have it. Rockets against the Washington Wizards coming up tonight. We'll have it for you here on Sports Talk 790. I'll have the play-by-play call at 6 o'clock. I believe I'm working. I guess I should look, but I'm working with an Adam. How about that? Leave it at that. Yeah, you're working with Adam. With an Adam. A talented, modest, (laughs) full of chock-full of information, Adam. Hmm. Insightful. Hmm. Non-argumentative. Well, that's I don't know if you're describing either of them now. We should play Guess Who Shows Up today to work with me in the broadcast. I got a 50-50 shot at it. 12.57, Sports Talk 790. 713-212-5790 if you want to get in today. 713-212-5790. On Twitter, at SportsMT, at SportsRV. And then, uh, Dave, you've got... At Future Rocket Fan, is that what your Twitter account handle is? Yeah, David B. Maverick, that's it. David B. Maverick. The only Dallas Maverick fan I know that lives in Houston, that's from Houston, that grew up in Houston. At David B. Maverick, 1258 Sports Talk 790. This is the Matt Thomas Show. A couple notifications have come across the sports wire. Derrick Henry okay. declared to practice to, with the Tennessee Titans. I believe also designated to return from IR. That's not a good sign because all he does is rush for 200 yards against the Texans. Well, I think it's unlikely that he'll play this week is what I was reading as well, but should be ready for the playoffs. Um, Yeah, if I'm him, I don't play this week, right? There'd be no reason to. You can now. You can obviously ramp up the amount of contact you get during a uh, practice, 
and you'll have two weeks to do that. But no, Ross, I'm telling you, if I'm no, there's no chance, no way I put him on the field this week. Yeah, you would just roll the dice. I mean, depending, obviously, we're not his doctors. We're not looking at his progress, and we right. know he. But he had a major foot surgery, and if you can beat the Texans without Derrick Henry, which you should be able to if you don't turn the this ball over five lot. times. I have never locked in a game before in my life like I've locked this one in. I know. Well, no, you have sometimes. I wish I could drive to Lake Charles and put some money on this game. The line's still ten and a half, right? I believe so. You want a money line it though. You're gonna have to lay Why would I want four a money to one or something. Oh, okay, you want the you want the spread. Well, I, I I will give them the I'll give them the points. Okay. For sure. So this is your lock of the year, a lock of the century. This is in the history of this show, which is twelve <laughs> years in one day. This is big of a lock as I could pot now. The money line is the lock of the century. I saw it floating at ten and a half. It's back at ten everywhere for the most part. So for the sake of this argument, what do you want it at? Ten. Ten is ten is the consensus at the moment. If I had ten thousand dollars, wow, I would put it on Houston. I would I would put it on Tennessee giving up the 10 wow comfortably. Yeah. Okay. I do have ten thousand dollars, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Because I've worked hard for that ten thousand dollars. Yes, you and have. I Matt. don't want to give that up that quickly. Of course. And plus, you've got I mean tuition and your palatial estate, and I mean you want it. What was it? Your what was the luxury item you were trying to buy? You want a lake house or something like that? Um, I mean, I I wouldn't mind it. Okay, it's not on the top of my priority list, but I wouldn't mind it for sure. I'm just saying, if I was, let me put it this way: single mat. <laughs> yes. And I like single mat. Single mat, not paying tuition. Well, no, For because I should be a father. No, you know, no. Single Matt, if, if single Matt's not married or kids, so yeah, single Matt put is putting ten thousand dollars on the t- wow. on the uh, Tennessee Titans this week. That's bold. I want to just bet with you just to bet now, because that's my nature, I guess. I'm trying to think the most amount of money I've ever. I think I put. I and because I, I don't bet a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I don't do any of the the online stuff or. I don't have a bookie or anything like that. Because I just think that if I did, I would wind up being a sickness. <laughs> yes. I enjoy going to Vegas. Yes. And I will enjoy going to Lake Charles. Let loose, blow off some steam for a weekend, We're, and then be done with yeah, it. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think you've known me for long enough to know that's what I do. Yes. The biggest bet I've ever put on a game, I think, ever in my life is $250. That's so, but it. You're, going, you're ready to go 10 Gs now. I'm ready to go $10,000. Wow. I won't do it. But I'm ready to do it. Okay. What's the biggest bet you ever put on in the game? I don't know. Probably not more than like 300 bucks, depending. Depending on how down. When I was in my early 20s and I was going to Vegas, I was a little undisciplined, a little more loose and right. fast with my money than yeah. I would be now. Right. Probably just more like maybe not more than 300 bucks. Somewhere in that neighborhood, probably in the neighborhood of yours. I, I put two hundred dollars total on the uh, Texas to beat USC. I, had, I would I would like to make a thousand dollar. Had money line I, and the spread plus seven and a half. I just don't have a bet that I'm solid enough. But this would be this would be as close as it would get. Okay. Like if you and I were you know you and I usually go to Vegas once a year. If yes. you and I were going this week, uh-huh. I would go above the two fifty level. I'm so confident that Tennessee is going to win. Well, how about I'll 10. be your courier for a percentage? You front me the ten G's cash. I'll totally get it back to you. I'll put the ticket up, and then if you win, I'll take 10%. And if you lose, well, you incur everything. Why are you involved in this at all? 
I'm just going to run to Lake Charles for you. You said if you could go, it's two hours. I'll call Mattress Mac. He won't charge me. Yeah, well, Mac doesn't run a book. He just goes to the books. That ain't got me thinking. <laughs> that that's that's dangerous. I love it. Okay, do I'll this be one. your courier. We got calls to get to. Or I'll so, do it for a flat fee. But let me ask you this: Give me a scenario, except blank happens, mm-hmm. that the Texans keep it within ten. I think it'd be pretty difficult if it's not. They're going to have to be forcing a lot of turnovers. I think another thing you have to worry about with a double digit spread is is a late score from the Texans in Tan- garbage time. And Tannehill doesn't play the second half. Or something like that. Because let's say they get up 21 nothing. I would think Tannehill would still be in there. It'd have to be like 30 more than that. Okay, well, if that's the case, then it would further justify the reason why I would take Tennessee minus Because, I mean, 10. they're in the thick of it. Even if uh, Kansas City plays on Saturday. Yes. But even if they, if they lose, they're still fighting other teams. Right. Like the Patriots and the Bills, it doesn't come down to just ten, it doesn't right. come down to just to Tennessee or Kansas City. Okay, I would have to look into number that that would be your only downfall possibly. Because here's let's go back to last Sunday's game between Minnesota and Green Bay. Green Bay needed to win the game to secure the number one spot in the NFC. Uh-huh. They're locked and loaded on that. The game was thirty three to seven, early fourth, and Aaron Rodgers was still out there. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Th- I think most coaches never think a lead is big enough. I think they think when the clock shows at a certain number, whether it's five or six minutes, and they yeah. go, well, there's no way that team can score 28 points in six minutes. Right, unless it's like, you know, something crazy like 40. So Tannehill gets bumped at any point in the game. I'm not saying he's just Mr. Amazing because he was terrible against the Texans earlier this year. But to pull most of your starters, wouldn't you think the lead would have to be in that three to four touchdown range? Which would then mean they'd have to get two score. Ooh, damn, they could get two scores late, couldn't they? That's why I'm not betting the game. That's that would be your biggest. That's why I'm not, that's that's what you just said would I, I don't want to sweat that as much as I do. I it's it's not <laughs> the enjoyment of gambling is not not that big enough that I don't want to sweat that. The out. sweat is fun. No, it's not. Oh, yes, it's not it good. Is. Especially when it's when you're over your skis. Makes you feel alive. No, it doesn't. Makes yeah, you ill. Does. Makes you have diarrhea badly. Uh, Matt, you're going to make me want to go down there and start making some bets. When are these big we're, books opening? Are we? We're going down in, in the middle of okay, uh, January. Last week of the month, we're going on a Wednesday. Okay. I don't know if we are, if we're making this public. Is this yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're going, we're going okay. for sure. Yeah. We'll do the show from Golden Nugget. Looking forward to that. Yeah. I wish we could have stayed there that night, too. Uh, Carla's got a volleyball game. Oh, that's why? Basketball, yeah. That's why everything's changing? Well, we're taking separate cars. Okay, I'll, yeah, maybe. I'll, are we? Because I, I need to get back in time for the game. So oh, Okay. Maybe I'll get myself a second night. Stay there. Miss the show the next day. God, you, do you even want to work at this show anymore? Of course I do. I've got vacations. I'm going to use yeah, it, Yeah, but Matt. You're, all, you're burning all your vacation time the first two months of the year. Exactly. So then from February on to December, oh, I'll be, all, I'll okay, be locked yeah, in, you know Matt. What? Take your time. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Jamaica on 790 at 110. Jamaica, thanks for holding. What's going on? Matt Ross, it's uh, Sweet David. No, um, it's not. No, it's to... not. It's a lie. <laughs> You're Sweet Jamaica. What's up, Sweet Jamaica? Um, okay, yesterday during um, Sean's uh, Sean's interview with, uh, with um, Troy Aitman, um, I'm not sure if you caught the part that with Troy Aitman kind of, they were, they were talking about NILs and paying players. Um, so Troy Aitman threw in a comment to say, he said, well, um, I guess SMU 20 years ago was was way ahead of the time. They saw something coming. 
And then my coworker said, oh, yeah, he's a UT person. He said, he said it's just an SMU and U of H. And I, I started laughing because I could put, I could picture Ross saying the same thing. Yeah, add U of H to the list. But, you know, it was pretty funny. I'm not sure if you heard that part of the comment. I'm hung up and listen. You mean him just kind of I throwing the bus under, you, under Houston? I didn't hear that. I heard the SMU part. I didn't hear him say Houston. No, 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 no. no. He didn't say Houston. The guy I worked with, he's a UT person. And he was listening to the interview also. And he said he said he should have added U of H to that list also. Oh, well, then he's high and wrong and mean. <laughs> All the above. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Let's, not, let's not throw U of H in the bus like that. What's wrong? They had a fantastic season. What, did they get 12 wins or 11 wins? He's or? talking about schools that paid off players back in the day. Oh, that was every Southwest, Southwest, not Southwestern. Thank you. Could you keep correcting me? That I was, corrected you once. That was every South, twice. That was every Southwest Conference team, right? Yeah. I mean, everyone was Everybody on probation was. in those days. SMU, U of H, Texas was on pro- I thought I read somewhere that every single Southwest Conference, at like some point in the, like the late 80s, early 90s, was at least on probation. There is not. There couldn't have been a school in the conference. Maybe Well, Rice wasn't in trouble. And then, of course, U of H did get in trouble recently for what was it? People were taking their tests, the players? No, I don't remember that at all. Oh, I'll find it in U of H. Right, by the way, Rice, <laughs> shout out to you. You didn't get any trouble. Probably not. But your teams were awful. They just were. All right, one twelve is the time. It's a Matt Thomas show on Sports Talk seven ninety seven one three two one two. Oh five. yeah, it was a one year probation for what in two thousand and nineteen. Obviously, some misunderstanding of some sort. Uh, Tudor was accused of writing papers for football players in exchange for money. Mm. Dirty dealings over there. S- said every Division one school. Dirt. You know, I'd never heard of that happening in my years at Texas. Not once. How long? How long were you at Texas? I didn't know. How long were you at Texas? I didn't know the guy that was taking Vince Young's test. I did not. No, you did not know that at all. Seven one three two one two five seven ninety on Twitter at SportsMT at David wants to be a rocket and at uh, Sports RV one thirteen here on seven ninety. Don't leave Matt Thomas in your car. Take him with you. Download the free iHeartRadio app for your phone at sports790.com. Just remember, you'll have to feed him. It is 117. Matt Thomas show on Sports Talk 790. Something happened in the NBA yesterday that doesn't happen very often. I mean, I can't remember the last time it hasn't happened. It has happened. We'll tell you about what that is. Oh, I think I know where you're going. I think. Save it. It's what we call professional radio teams. Okay. Because I can't remember the last time it happened. Uh, John and Galveston on Sports Talk 790. John, what's going on? Hey, uh, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. All uh, right. Just making sure that I had my thing on uh, speaker or not. Hey, listen, I just wanted to talk a couple of things on it's technically UH, U of H football. And uh, my undergrad is at. Texas and my master's at Baylor, but I grew up in Houston, so I love the Cougs. Okay. Last week, um, I can't remember if it was your show or Indy's show, and they were listing a list of the 25 best bowl games. One in this show. Oh, it, was the, it was the 25 best bowl performances. Yes, they mentioned it on this show, and I think we briefly mentioned it on. Uh, it was Matt was out, and it was mentioned for sure in more in depth on In the Trenches, and then uh, Joe it. and I touched on it briefly. All right, I, I just wanted to throw out there one that that didn't pop up was the 79 Cotton Bowl, where Joe. I think it was 79 where Joe Montana made that great comeback against U of H in that ice storm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, wasn't that a great comeback? Well, I I don't I didn't I didn't watch the game. Uh, I've only read the, the the sad highlights or lowlights of it, but I, I can't speak to whether a game is great unless I've kind of seen it myself. So I I I, I wasn't partaking. It was like in this individual. List. The, the list was individual bowl performances. Like Vince Young at the oh, but, at the Rose Bowl was yeah. number one. Oh, I think Joe Montana in his performance, his last game before going to the NFL, yeah, certainly was would be in that category. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and I, I'm a little bit older than you guys. I used to, I did used to be a sportscaster or a CBS Wait. affiliate. Yeah, what? The CBS affiliate in Waco. So I mean, you, uh, you were a you were a TV sports guy. I was uh, 89, 90, and 91. I was the weekend sports guy for KWTX in Waco. Wow. I, yeah. Well, thanks, John Morris, who does the Baylor. Right. Games, right. My boss. Yeah. Uh, he did Monday through Friday. And then my weekend opponent, who uh, ratings-wise I beat every time, but in life he got, did me is Gus Johnson. Really, he Gus Johnson did sports in Waco. Yeah, for the ABC affiliate in eighty-nine, ninety, and ninety-one. Well, how how's so, his how's his career going? <laughs> better than mine. <laughs> what? Did, why did you get? Why did you get out of the business? Money. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Got married, had a kid. Went into the oil business there at Conoco Phillips, and you know the rest is history. The rest is history. I did get an Emmy though for the Branch Davidian thing, but that's history too. Dang, you are famous. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and I'm sitting here in a condo in Galveston, walking on the beach every day. Yeah, but if you were doing, you guys. but if you were doing TV sports in Waco, you'd be in a van down by the river. So you're doing okay for yourself. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> no. in a van down by the river. <laughs> hey, my, my second thing yes. was yesterday, and it was on Indy's show. They they were listing. Somebody called in and said somebody had listed the five best U of H basketball players, and there's a, a ton of those. Yeah, there's and a, there's a survey a, going on on the U of H website to name the all time team. Is what I think it's talking about. I yeah. think Chicken Knowles, I oh, think, oh, is leading stop. the voting. Shut up! Oh. You're terrible. So anyway. They said, well, what about football players? And they started listing them off, and they, they didn't have any Bill Yeoman players. But one that they missed on the earlier ones is David Klingler. He was a, good, he was a great college quarterback. First-round pick of the Bengals, for sure, yeah. There you go. But the Bill Yeoman one is really why I called. I thought I'd throw these three names out there. Danny Davis was a great quarterback. Right. And then Wilson Whitley, Whitley great defensive lineman. Wilson would definitely El- be on the top five list for sure. Yeah, and Elmo Wright. Mm-hmm. 
He he was in the he just got inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame yeah, last I, year. I can't argue with any of those, my friend. Hey, I got to roll. Thank yeah. you very much. Enjoy your time in Galveston. And uh, I was going to say, I think you made the right career move, my friend, because it sounds like you're doing a pretty good spot. Thank you for the phone call. Think I should quit this business and go into oil and gas? It's pr- I didn't happen to a lot of people around here. Yeah. No, you're doing fine. Probably I should though. Anybody going to get me a job? My resume is kind of thin. It's Cheddar's and this. You did work for that Austin radio station for a short time. Yeah, they laid me off yeah, via, via email. And then you quit in the middle of a shift at Cheddar's. So that doesn't really That's help you not either. accurate. Mm. It was My shift was starting, and they brought me in for a meeting, and they're like, hey, man, if you don't want to be here, you don't have to be here. And then I, and I, walked, home, I walked out and went home. Did you? How much money, money did they owe you at the time? I, you know the funny thing is? They, I, I, there's a check that I didn't pick up. So their books are screwed up for 30 years because of this. Yeah, you know, you, 30, you know, there's a website you can go and like this person, this the, you have money waiting for you here or whatever, and you can claim it. There's like a website for like if if somebody Cheddar's is one of them, but I think it's like twenty forty bucks or something like that. I was making two thirty an hour, so <laughs> you should walk back in wearing the same <laughs> outfit. Hey guys, I you know I find yeah, I never just, I never was fired. It's the blue shirt. Uh, do they still wear that at Cheddar's? I haven't been in years. I haven't been in Cheddar's in a long time. Okay. Either. It was a blue shirt, yeah, that they made you pay for, of course. And I wore uh, a black tie that had soup and muck all over it. And then, uh, yeah, black pants. That was my uniform. We had to wear a tie at Cheddar's. It's a classy joint, Matt. Cheddar's can cook. I'm no, telling I'm you. Scratch kitchen. Although, back in my day, it was casual cafe. So, that's a scratch kitchen. Yes. Okay. How do we segue from this? I don't I know. Have, I have but no anyways, idea. if you have a lucrative oil and gas job for me, let me know. Yeah, why do you think you can just jump into that right away? I'll figure it out. Mm, I mean, you're you bright, say, but you're not like I mean, I mean, you're not a road scholar. You say a bunch of buzzwords. What do you like? Petroleum and yeah, exactly. Trends, mm-hmm. the markets. Yeah, I don't know what it's like. I've never had a desk job before. I don't even know what that would be like. Hmm. I briefly had a jo- uh, desk job in Austin. And how'd it go for I you? I worked for an oil and gas firm, actually. There you go. But I was like a runner. I would basically would run documents from office to office. Put that on your resume. And it'll help you get that oil and gas <laughs> job you've been looking forward to getting. Shout out Platt Sparks and Associates. What up, Ronnie Platt? I hope you're doing well. Like when somebody told me what Schlumberger was, you know what I thought it was? Hmm. You were, you get soaked 90s and stuff. Not negligee. Yeah. Schlumberger. It's different. Tell me, tell me seriously. Tell Not me lingerie. If, if I if I if we went on a trip to Middle America, oh, like slumber, like sleep. Is that what you're if thinking? If I said, "Hey, uh, I I work for Slumberger," yeah, they'd be like, "Can you get my wife a nighty?" Well, you know, I always thought until recent, until like literally two years ago, I always thought it was Slumberger. <laughs> no, you did. Yes, not. I did. No, I thought it was Slumberger. That's what it says. Like. Greg Cook's ex-wife used to work for Schlumberger. Okay. And I never had the, the, the audacity to ask her, but I'm like, can you get discounts? <laughs> Stop. What's worse, me thinking it's Schlumberger or you think it's a lingerie? I think mine is actually fat, <laughs> is within the realm of possibilities. <laughs> it looks like Schlumberger. You get a 90 and a double cheeseburger. Well, I didn't think it was a burger joint. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a Schlumberger I cut the they, onions. I don't think they had kids eat free on Wednesdays or something. I don't know. I don't think you want to eat a Schlumberger. It sounds like a burger that's got like old meat in it. 
Schlumberger. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't sound good. That, Appetizing. It doesn't sound good. But if you were to bring come home and say, honey, here's a package. I got this from you from Schlumberger. They're like, Ooh, that's not hey, bad. That, come on. You, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's well, it's, you could definitely fathom it. Schlumberger being a, a place where like naughty underwork is produced. Okay. Well, it's just Victoria's Secret. And or, then, or Schlumberger. And then the Target collection. So, <laughs> 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790 if you want to reach out on Twitter at SportsMT, at SportsRB, and whatever his long... It's David B. Maverick. David B. Is it David B. A Maverick or just David B. Maverick? David B. Maverick. And- no, just it's David B. Maverick. He's up to 16 followers. What? I got 16 followers. I have a poll. Are you a Mavericks fan? And 35 people have said no. Wait a minute. But I only have why? Wait, 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 wait. Why that? That is another thing. Why are people voting on your poll question that don't follow you? That's what I want to know. Like, why it's are like you going to when, find when, my page? When people attack poll? me on Twitter, most people that attack me on Twitter <laughs> don't follow me, which means they're using their burner accounts. Hmm. And by the way, David, is that a picture of you? Is that the Grand Canyon or what is that? That is the Grand Canyon oh, behind me. Dang. Yes. I went to Vegas last summer, and mm. I said I'm going to go to the Grand Canyon for a day. Do you drive over there, or do you use like you get a helicopter? You get one of these uh, bus tour companies where you yeah, ride you can on ride a, a bus a, for like five hours. Yeah, doesn't it take you a while? Yeah, it's like five hours. Well, you do the, the chopper, you're in and out of there in a few. Yeah, right? well, you got to step and get a helicopter. And first of all, I, well, I wouldn't endorse you riding yeah, a helicopter. Uh, I would just not go it at all. There is a so company wait, there, Maverick Helicopters. There no, you go. Jesus. No, are you serious? Yeah, so no, you were in this. Yeah. You were in this bus ride. Mark Cuban run it. You were on this helicopter. You were in this bus ride for five hours. Five hours to be at the Grand Canyon. For, Who'd you I think, go with? Three, me and my cousin. And then five hours back. Five. Yep. So you ride on this bus for five hours. You can sleep on it. And then it stops for lunch. In, included in that package, it gave you like a lunch ticket to get a free meal at this okay. place. Nothing's free in life, by the way. At Schlumberger's. Right. <laughs> Do you get a Schlumberger with cheese? <laughs> Um, I actually thought that's what it was too. See? Until a few years ago when I found out it's not. Thank you. So, yeah, you, so it's a five hour bus ride. Did you meet anybody on the bus? A few people, yeah. I, I met this guy who was sitting across from me. Seemed like no, a see, guy. this is you don't know this, David. You're new on the show. Anytime Matt says, Did you meet somebody? He wants to know details basically of the opposite sex. Lovely. So don't, like, hey Matt, I went to the grocery store the, today. Did you meet anybody? Like Matt, no, relax. No, 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 I don't do that every single time. Well, it's close. I do that with long trips, <laughs> five five hours on a bus. Mm-hmm. And the guy who was sitting next to me, he was there with his family. But since the bus is only rows of two, they put him in the back of the bus on the opposite side of his family. So he had a ten hour ride by himself. Felt bad for the man. Well, I feel bad for the man who didn't get a rental car and just knock it out that way. All right. It was, worth, meal it was worth the five hours. I'll yeah, it's that. beautiful. I, you've, I, done, yeah. you've done bus rides to Austin before, have you not? Yeah, you, well, I've done bus rides to San Antonio for the Alamo Bowl. And if I'm not mistaken, Ross, didn't somebody offer you a ride off that bus of the female persuasion way back in the day? Yeah. That was a story. That's what I was looking for from him. Okay. Don't you begrudge me for asking if you met a, spe- a special lady on the trip? I didn't begrudge. I'm just letting him know. because Sometimes he, the best relationships well, can be found in strange places. Yeah, the question's kind of...
Time is 148. It is the Matt Thomas Show, 713-212-5790. A lot of people reacting to the Texans' new season ticket policy, which makes a lot of sense. They're going to keep the prices down. They're going to let you flip tickets around. They're going to let you uh, have other incentives. They're just trying to keep what's out there. That's what you do when you go from a season ticket waiting list of 15,000 to having 15,000 empty seats, at least. Minimum. But Nick Casario saying what he said on the uh, stations, or the team's broadcast. They're propaganda. Well, it feels a little propaganda. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's state-controlled media. Um, that the fans have been loud and really into it and like what we're doing. <laughs> it's delusional, right? I, I don't think he's delusional. I think he is selling a bill of goods that obviously isn't there and doesn't hold any water, unfortunately. And and this is the thing. And I've said this before, and, and maybe it's a little harsh, but basically... They think you're stupid. Nick Casario, Jack Easterby, Cal McNair, all these people have been doing all these smoke screens and doing all these things and saying these people are still going to show up and they're still going to support us because they think they're dumb. They think they they can do whatever they want. They feel like they can do and say whatever they want and nothing. there's never going to be any repercussions for it. For him to go out on a radio show and say that the crowd has been great and people are buying into what we're doing, for somebody, he's either lying or he thinks everybody's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Or like you said, he's hallucinating. I think he, and, and this is no BS on this, I think he's just trying to put out there the po- the most positive spin message out there. And it's just, sometimes you get it like, Ross, there's a lot of things that you and I will discuss and plan and say, how should I phrase this? How should I do this? And I mean, in all sincerity. And you go, that doesn't make any sense what you said, or this is how we mm-hmm. should plan it. This is how the way how we want the optics to look. And I'm sure well, we don't do a lot of that. No. Okay, I know what you're saying. But there are a lot of teams that do a lot of optical looking. How does this make us look to our fans? Mm-hmm. By Nick Casero not going to somebody and saying, here's the answer that I want to give, makes him look like he just doesn't have a he doesn't know how to read the room. For him to say, I, and this is his quote, I would say the fan support really throughout the season has been great. Ticket sales are down. Uh, Season tickets are down. Tailgating is basically non-existent. The stadium is half empty. And if you look at the mentions of every single one of their tweets, they talk about everybody needing to be fired and the team needing to be overhauled. That is not what I would call, quote, fan support throughout the season being great. But that's just my doubt. I don't know what his definition of great is, but he's just lying. I would say if I was a general manager or an owner or anybody that was running a sports team, I would want to get opinions about how do I... How do I keep my fans engaged with my team mm-hmm. when things are down, but yet don't blow smoke up their ass that makes them come across as just right. being completely disingenuous? There's, and I think he was, I don't think he was intentionally doing it, but he was like, I think I'm going to make them feel better than what they really are. There's a difference between spinning, you can spin something. Right. As in, we're down right now, like you said. Basically, what you were, exactly what you said in the first hour. We're gonna try to improve. We're gonna try to be better. Thank things, you for those things, that stuck around. Things I know are, it was hard to be around. This and year. things will get better. Things and we're better. working hard day and night to, to improve things. Yeah, we're Go gonna work on and say things after. are great right now. Right. You're just lying to yourself and your fans. Right. 
I just, they were loud during the game. They were loud because they were laughing at the fact that you were getting your ass kicked by very good teams. I mean, the Seahawks fans were loud, I guess. And he brought up the fact that the Texans fans were loud is because your team was beating the Chargers. You're supposed to be loud. Maybe, Ross, it's just too hard to run a sports operation. Because don't you think that half of our life as sports hosts have been to say, Andy Reid, here's how you use the two-minute drill. <laughs> yeah. Or Bill O'Brien, here's what you do on fourth and two. David Culley, don't punt from the other team's 40. Or here's... I mean, that's what sports radio is essentially, is nothing but second-guessing. Armchair quarterbacking, armchair right. managing, armchair everything. Yeah. But I think still... We call out the, the things are just absurd and not like we're high and mighty. We know everything. Of course, we don't. But there are some things that are just obvious. And going out and saying that the fan support has been great is just ridiculous. I I, I just want to look. There are too many people that listen to this show that want are the local football team. Look, we might have some great NFL games this weekend, but nothing, Ross, in my experiences as a radio host in this town resonate more than when the local team is good of course and so it doesn't do me any good for the texans to go four and 12 or four and 13 every single year i'd like for them to be excitement but i just don't know if there's been any sort of logical steps by the administration of this or of the upper end of this organization that makes me think that we're not in for a prolonged run of four to five wins per season and when that happens apathy kicks in and I'm sorry, but I didn't get sports radio to be covering and talking about a team that the general fan base is listening to the show is apathetic about. Right. Passion, passionate discussions about relevant teams is what we would prefer on the, on this show and on the station. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And we get that in a lot of places. And we have been getting it, thankfully, from the Astros. Yeah. I mean, thank God the Astros. But frankly, the Rockets are in the same ship. But at least I have a feeling, I think, that the Rockets know what they want. They have made a youth movement. They have mm -hmm. gone with several first-round picks, giving them playing time, and thinking maybe we can build something here. Where maybe the Texans will do that a year from now. Because you know what? If they get those two first-round picks and maybe a third first-round pick, then maybe there will be multiple draft picks we'll be excited about. Maybe there will be a growth process. But step one of that kind of staying at status quo, Ross, is what we're getting now. And that's David Culley coming back as football coach next year. You are not taking the next step towards development 
by bringing back somebody that is overmatched in that position. Oh, well, there was a vote of confidence from a local reporter on that very recently. Please explain. John McClain, why David Culley deserved a second, deserves a second season with the Texans. He wrote a column about it. Yes. Did you read it? I it came out three minutes. He put he put it out three minutes ago. I have not seen it. Okay. Um. I don't know. Oh, and, and I'm I think I'm paywalled. Yeah. Don't don't. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm not paywalled, so I will. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll go read it during the break. I mean, that, that doesn't come as a huge surprise. I think David Culley and John McClain get along very well. I don't think Good. it's in John's interest to bury a guy who he likes. And frankly. You could argue that David Cully was handed a rudderless ship, right? Yeah, I would say that David Cully, the only reason I would give the vote of confidence, say David Cully deserves a second year, is because they're not going to be good anyway, so you might as well wait. That's really the only reason I could come up with. But that's not how I want a job. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it'd be like <laughs> it would be like Ross. <laughs> it's going to cost us a lot. Our boss fire. is saying, Matt, you and Ross continue to do this midday show, and we're going to keep you around for another year, but we're looking to find somebody that's better than you right now. We're looking, but if you could just hold this together with duct tape for a year, we'd appreciate it. It just doesn't, <laughs> it, it, it's not the vote of confidence you want. Lame duck. Now, the only difference is if they said, well, we're going to let you stay another year, and we're going to pay you yeah. this incredible amount of money, and we're like, <laughs> okay, I think And we'll then when it. we let you go, you're going to have three years of buyout. Yeah, hey, yeah, 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 that's not that. a five-year deal. All right, uh, this is our favorite time of the week. Of the week, shut your bum ass up, man! Ain't nobody got time for that. If somebody has bothered you and you need to get it off your chest, seven one three two one two five seven ninety seven one three two one two five seven nine zero seven one three two one two five seven nine zero on Twitter at SportsMT at SportsRV and at Dave B Maverick. I think I got it right for the first time ever. I think it's David B. Maverick. Then I still close enough. Right. Close enough. David B. Maverick. If there's something going on in the world that you is unnecessary and wasteful and time consuming, you say ain't no mega time for that. We'll take that too. Seven one three two one two five seven ninety. This is the Matt Thomas Show. Here we go. It's Ross and I's favorite segment of the week. What do you have no time for? 713-212-5790. Ain't nobody got time for that. Is when you just are being, you know, it's wasted time, Ross. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a hindrance. Yes. Things are slowing down progress. Yeah. Let's move forward on this, which means if you give us some un- endless babble about something that you don't care about, like in some cases, Brad in Miami's call, what you don't normally say to him is, what? Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. Well, like when your producer is a Maverick fan. Ain't nobody got time for that. And he's from Houston. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. And he's only been to like three Maverick games in his entire life. Ain't nobody got time for that. And he's got a poster of Dirk Nowitzki above his wall and bedroom wall Ain't on top of his wall. He said easily. Hmm. You you think he's got like a eight by ten of Mark Cuban next to his on his nightstand? Dang, that'd be something else. I've heard such mixed things about Mark Cuban, like greatest guy you'd ever want to work for, and then 
absolute maniac. <laughs> Which I think is the case with most billionaires. Probably, yeah. You, know you, you got to have a little crazy. Oh, I think so. I mean, name a level-headed billionaire that you know. No, can't think of one. Yeah. 713. Cal two. McNair. Uh, I think he's level-headed. He just... <clears throat> not, I mean, he didn't earn a dollar of that. <laughs> Did he? I know. I know. I don't think so. Maybe. Like, do you think there's a... In the, in the, in the Texans books, there's like, hmm, money Cal brought in. And it's like there's a, there's a picture of a, of a hangman board. It's, an, it's like negative 300K for ribs. <laughs> there's a hangman picture with a C, uh, space, and uh, a T. Hey, just, come on, Matt. What? I forgot. When he, uh, when he didn't he have a message for the fans on Zoom or something, and I photoshopped him playing hangman. I forgot Hangman's a good game. Hangman's fun. It's sneaky. You know what I always would always go with? Hmm. Uh, would get the kids every time. Rhythm. Something without a vowel. Or links. Lynx was a tough one. I used to win all the time with Lynx. L-Y-N-X. Really? I'm giving away that's my a, hangman secret. That's a huge Scrabble word, too, wouldn't you not think? Yeah, I would, I would, I would imagine. All right. 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Now, on the other side of things, if there is somebody that has made you mad, irritated you, that's just the worst human being alive, I mean, not literally, or they just said something completely out of turn or off base. Yes. Then you say this. Shut your bum ass up, man. Hub Arkish is a longtime NFL writer for Pro Football Weekly. He's Chicago-based. He says he's not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers for MVP because he's a jerk. Aaron Rodgers is a jerk. Um, there have been a lot of excellent athletes, Ross, that have been won, that have won awards that aren't nice people. In fact, most athletes aren't really good people. Mm -hmm. But you cannot take a vote away because the guy's a jerk. So I say, Hub Arkish. First of all, get yourself a real name, Hub. What the hell's a Hub? Friend of the show, now, Matt. Come well, on. Well, he's been on once. Okay. But more importantly, don't let your personal opinions interrupt what you see on the field. And Aaron Rodgers has been spectacular. He's going to win the MVP again. So I say, with all due respect, Hub Arkish. Shut your bum ass up, man. Shut your bum ass up, man. Yeah, there's an award for, like, best person. That's the Walter Payton Award. Yeah. The MVP is most valuable player. Yeah. Not most valuable person. Yeah. You could be a D-bag and win the award. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So I say shut your bum ass up. Shut your bum ass up, what, man. What you, what you got this week? Uh, you know what I'm going to go with? I'm going to go with our man, Chris Mannix. I've talked, I thought of him as like a tier two not NBA writer. Not, not, no, not even a Mark Stein, I would say, but somewhere after that. And he's also done some boxing coverage, which he does a pretty good job on. But he wrote this piping hot take article for Sports Illustrated. And I don't want to call it clickbait, but clearly... This is in the realm of something that you would hear on first take or something that you would see on Undisputed with Skip Bayless. For him to come out and say that after this incident with the Rockets, that they need to cut bait with Kevin Porter Jr. and give up on him immediately. And for him to say that Christian Wood needs to be given up and really provide no other reason other than, than they messed up and they were suspended. I don't know how close you are to the, to the Rockets organization, Chris Maddox, but I don't think it's very close. The Rockets are not giving up on him. John Lucas is one of the most compassionate men that you will ever know. Absolutely. And 
they have more of a heart than saying, we're going to give up on Kevin Porter Jr. And of course, they're hoping he performs on the field. So this stupid hot take article with all these fire and brimstone talk about, they must cut him. This is a slap on the wrist, blah, 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 blah. Chris Mannix, do me a quick favor and shut your bum ass up. Shut your bum ass up, man. All right, David B. Maverick. You got something or you can just be silent? You're, it's okay either way. Uh, I can't think of anything. Oh, you geez. know why? Because you're Mr. Positive in life. You know what I say to you? <laughs> Shut your bum ass Shut up, man. Shut your bum ass up, man. <laughs> That's not nice. No, nobody lives a life positively. <laughs> nobody wants that. People want to be bitter about things. Tim on 790. Tim, what's the matter with you? Yeah. So, I bought a table right before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it was supposed to get delivered right before Thanksgiving. I'm kidding you not. This thing has been rescheduled to be delivered five different times. I still don't have the table. Oh, no. I don't know where they're going to get it. Ashley Furniture. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. You're, Tim, you're a man about town. You're working. You're providing for your family, your friends. You can't be sitting by the house waiting for that. Exactly right. Ain't nobody got time for that, Ashley Furniture. Ain't nobody got time for that. Thank you, Tim. Five delays. Back, back, back order slips. Name me the per- the profession that is most delayed in saying when they're going to be here and when they actually arrive. I have the definitive answer. The cable guy? The cable guy. Okay. For satellite. Oh, they, they, satellite TV. Satellite TV. Same, same, yeah, same thing. Cable. Yeah. It used to be the phone man, too, back in the day. Yeah, but nobody has phones Nobody anymore. has phones, so it doesn't happen anymore. All right. 713-212-5790. Let's go to... Uh, Jesse on 790. Jesse, what's the matter with you? I've been dealing with you for the past eight days. Hey, COVID, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Thank you very much. (laughs) You get the music playing again. That's fine. Uh, Um, I just saw there's a a new variant variant in France or something now. Well, you can keep it there. Didn't the Omicron start in South Africa? How'd it get here? I don't know. Charlie Theron came over from Johannesburg. I would get COVID for her. Oh, right. You wouldn't? I didn't say I wouldn't. Well, then stop being judgmental on me. I'm not judging judging you. shut your bum ass up. (laughs) Sharice Theron gave you COVID. Shut your bum ass up, man. (laughs) So here's my COVID. Okay. 99.4 degree temperature one day. Yes. A little bit of a cough. Mm -hmm. Then nothing for nine days. That's good. So I'm glad to hear you had mild symptoms, man. Very, very mild. Ain't nobody got time for symptoms. Ain't nobody got time for that. That's good. All right, anything else? I think I'm good for right now. Is this our lamest? Is this because it's the new year? We've got things to make us and mad? everybody's got New Year's resolutions? Yeah. And they don't want to tell anybody to shut their bum asses up? Apparently, I think I'm reading that Hub Arkush um, apologized. Yeah, because he was wrong. Because Hub, Hub is a respected NFL guy. Oh, wait. Actually, he said... He is, his only mistake was that he made his his thoughts public. Never mind. Oh, oh that's God. even worse. Oh, come on. Shut your Shut bum, your ass. bum ass yeah. up, man. Can't be doing that. I screwed up. All you can do is own it, and I own it. He said he shouldn't have talked about it publicly, but he still holds the same opinion. What? Shut your bum ass up, man. Come on, hub. Yeah, but I got something for y'all. How about you guys in sports that have weird-ass first names? Hub. Yeah? Buster. <laughs> okay. Matthew. No, mine's quite normal. I guess it's fine. Who else is strange names? Although you're Matt, not Matthew. Yeah. Only my, my mother calls me Matthew. Um, I call you Matthew sometimes. Hubie. Okay. 
Although he's 88. I mean, guy's been around. We can't yeah. bag on Hubie. Yeah, what is that? Hubert? Is that short for Hubert? Hubert, yeah. Like Doc Rivers. Why does he call himself Glenn Rivers after all? I mean, what? He's not a, he's not a doctor of anything. <laughs> does he have a PhD anywhere? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Maybe an honorary one? Who else has another goofy ass name? I don't know. In media? In anything. Case? Keenum? Hey, ch- 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 like a case of beer? You shut your bum ass up. <laughs> I don't think I know anybody named Case besides that. Shut your bum ass up, man. All right, and that's it, I think. I think we're we're in a good frame of mind. You know what that means? The 2022 boys is a happier place. Hmm. We had a one guy who delayed on his tables. We had the one guy. Were you with us last week when he called and he was his girl got pregnant by the subway guy? Jared? No, just the just subway employee. Oh, wait a minute. What? Yeah, we had a we had a legendary. As a matter of fact, why don't you go back to last Thursday? See if it's in the audio system. Okay. Oh, because save it. Because Joe did a best of. We had the most legendary. Uh, shut your bum ass up. Go back. What is today? Today is the 5th, so it was back on the... The 30th? I was definitely 30th. off. Go back to the 30th and see if Joe George found the shut your bum ass up from that day. Okay. It was legendary. Now, a lot of people may not have listened because they were vacationing or it was Christmas break or whatever the case may be. I, did, I didn't hear it at all. It was so good. Matter of fact, let's take a timeout. We'll come back, and if you missed, it was 90 seconds. We, we kind of paired it all together. The absolute best... Shut your bum ass up, maybe in the history of Shut Your Bum Ass Up. 713-212-5790. Our time is 212. It's a Matt Thomas show. Come on back. We've got Aaron Reese and the Athletic coming up in 50 minutes here on Sports Talk 790. Cougars coach Kelvin Sampson here. You're listening to the Matt Thomas show on Sports Talk 790. So John McClain has a story out about why David Culley deserves a second season with the Texans. Because um, there's nobody out there better, I guess. No, there's that's not the truth. There's plenty of people that are better. Than David Culley? I would so, imagine so. So Solomon uh, copies a part of the McClain column, and he says the following. For fans who have helped pay their salaries by purchasing season tickets, club seats, suites, and sponsorships, would you want to financially support an organization that lied to you for almost a year? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Meaning that David Culley was the right man for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the organization, I don't think the fans care about that. What what loyalty does a Texans fan have to David Culley? I would say zero. What does any, would anybody turn their stomach 
if the Texans said, David Culley, you're our guy. We signed you to a four-year contract, and we're letting you go out, letting you go out of the first season. Would anybody be like, this is completely unfair? This is outrageous. How dare you treat this guy this way? There would be a small percentage, yes. You're right. It wouldn't be zero, but it certainly wouldn't be 25%. Maybe max 2%. Max. So who is exactly John talking to? <laughs> that 2%? I don't know. And now there's also a column released in the last 20 minutes from Brian T. Smith. That says Texans should move on from David Cully. They should. And, and Brian will join us on Friday. Meanwhile, you're out gallivanting across, across the world for some reason. Um, I have the We have the subway story, apparently. It's 20 seconds. Okay, here is, here is the greatest, maybe the, some of the greatest 20 seconds, would you say, in the history of uh, anybody got time for that? All right, man. Long story short, my, my wife of 10 years, Four months ago, cheated on me with this guy she met at Subway, okay? Yeah. Two days ago, she called me. 23-year-old kid. Two days ago, she calls me and wants to get back together and drops a bombshell that she's pregnant by him and wants to come home. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ah. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> There's so much packed into that 20 seconds. I told you. Wow. I told you. Wow. I have to, I have to gather my thought. I would like to hear that again. Well, gather my thoughts on the matter. Play it again. Yeah, I don't care. care. Like David Kelly breakdown is going to necessarily move the needle. All right, man. Long story short, my my wife of ten years, four months ago, cheated on me with this guy she met at Subway. Okay. Yeah. Two days ago, she called me. Twenty-three year old kid. Two days ago, she calls me wants to get back together, and drops a bombshell that she's pregnant by him and wants to come home. Ain't nobody got time for that. Wow. Told so you. does this guy work at Subway? Is he like slapping together Italian BMTs? Or no, no, no. Is... The guy that hooked up with his girl was the, the Subway employee. He's an employee? Or she said she met him at Subway. No, I think I think he worked at Subway. Oh, he's an employee? He worked there? Right. You think she goes there like three times a week and then just started chatting with the guy? There's all sorts like, of hey, sexual, baby. sexual connotation attached to the Absolutely. sandwiches there. Yeah, but we're not going to do that. We're, we're above board on that. No, like if you want to say, like, I, I love the way I love your meat or... Or like, hey, you want to see my steak and cheese? <laughs> oh, I'd rather not. See, that's why you don't do that. You you try okay. to get highbrow. I would love to lather you in chicken teriyaki that's sauce. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> I think so, so then the next be. guy calls in. Yes. This is like two callers after that. It's the subway guy. Different guy. No, okay. Dang. That says, would be cool. Says he was, and I'm paraphrasing because I wish I wish the uh there was something, oh, it was about her not getting vaccinated. Okay. Because she didn't know what was in the vaccination. Okay, she was or, or his wife? This is a guy calling oh. in saying about a co-worker about okay. vaccination. Uh-huh. And that he said, anybody got time for that? She's the one that uses 10 different types of marijuana on a regular basis. And she he called her out for using Ouch. all sorts of narcotics and alcohol <laughs> and like... This two-timer is going to tell me that, that she can't get vaxxed because she doesn't know what's in the vaccination? I believe you can just Google it, and, and they'll give you the, what's in it. But the point was he called yeah, and said, "Okay, homegirls smoking different <laughs> sorts of marijuana, right. and she won't get the vax. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that guy, I told that guy he's got to call in every once in a while and give us an update on things. Okay. With the and subway guy? The subway guy. Okay. Well, he's really not the subway. He's the guy that the girl got with the subway guy. So it's really not a great connotation to attach him. It's the guy that had to bring the girl back in. Now, I, he didn't bring her back because she was pregnant with another man. And yeah, that becomes subway guy's problem. That is subway guy's problem. Which we got to pick up some extra shifts. Yeah. Slinging $5 footlongs. They're not $5 anymore, by the way. Oh. I got a coupon in the mail the other day. It was like six ninety nine for a 12-inch. You think it's a six-inch or a foot long? Okay. okay. That's I'm talking about not, the sandwiches. What are you talking that, about? Exactly. That's what I was talking okay. about. The sandwiches. All right. To go completely off the rails, one more step. Remember I tell you about the movie about uh, Bachelor Party that I wanted you to see? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There, um, I'll see. How do I do this? I don't Here. know. I don't know. There is a scene where a woman goes to get. No, I can't do this. Okay, I'll just give you the punchline. Is this movie on Netflix now? They took it off and then they brought it back or something. The punchline was, she says to him, "Is this a foot long?" <laughs> and he says, "Yes," and then some. Okay, that. If you if you if you've seen the movie A Bachelor Party, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, it's on Stars. Oh, then you should be able to easily I get don't it. Have then. Stars? Yeah, but who doesn't give <laughs> stars? You can call call your cable provider. Get free stars. No, I think I actually stars, had to cancel that. Stars would love to have you as a customer. I must have pushed the wrong button on my on my remote or something because I had Stars for like six months and I didn't even know. I canceled it recently. So you missed out on Tom Brank, <laughs> yes. uh, Tom uh, Tom Hanks, Tony Katane, yes. and Adrian Zemed. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to try to. It is one of the dumbest movies in the history <laughs> oh, of dumb man, movies, but man, it's so good. Man, if this movie sucks, I'm going to be so mad at what you. What does Rotten Tomatoes say about it? Rotten Tomatoes, let's see. We've talked about, by the way, in this show, The Wiz and Rotten Tomatoes. By the way, have you worked on Believe It or Not yet? <laughs> well, next segment. Well, that's because Aaron Reese is coming up. Yeah. <laughs> I see how you roll it's on It's a 54% fresh. Is it Bachelor Party or The Bachelor Party? Just Bachelor Party. Tom Hanks, 19, about to be 82, 83, yeah, somewhere in that range. 54% fresh. Audience score, 56%. Is that all this number? Are these numbers good or just average? Yeah, they're average. This is Tawny Katane when she that was... That means 54% of, of critics liked it. Well, critics, 0% are going to like it. Well, the, of the audience, only 56% liked it. Okay. This one, Tawny Katane was not drugged out. May she rest in peace now, but she was hot back in the day. Great freaking movie in there. For example, the first Star Wars is ninety-two percent fresh and well, ninety-six and ninety-six percent audience score. I'm just giving you context. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Do me a favor. You, you please go see it. This point. I know. you've been asking me for twelve next years. Tuesday, by the, my next Tuesday, can you do it? I'll see what I can do because you're back on the air next Tuesday. You're Am all, I? You're with me tomorrow. No, I think Wednesday. Aren't I off Monday and Tuesday? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you ever going to work? Yes. Okay. By next Mar Wednesday. March through December. Next Wednesday, I want a review of, of Bachelor Party. Noted. And you're going to be like, that was completely stupid, but funny. Nevertheless. Okay. Yeah. I love stupid comedies. It's, it's really stupid. Okay. But sometimes with stupid comedies, you got to watch them a couple times. Yeah, you. This is a two watcher for sure. I'll give you a prime example. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. I hated that movie the first time I saw it. It's so stupid. But then, I, then my uh, my sister actually was watching it all the time. You ready it, for some terrible news? I started. You never seen it? Not all the way through. 
Okay. Bits and pieces. I'm not going to call it like an all-time classic. That's a lot of people think, think it's a cult classic. And I think it's somewhat of a cult classic with some people, yes. But cult means it's not but popular. I, but I, I've done my share because you've asked me to watch The Big Lebowski and I did, did that. And you didn't like it? It was just okay. See, I never sold you The Big Lebowski. That's right. But I still did it because you okay. wanted me to. And you wanted me to watch the first two Godfathers. And I'll I've done tell that you what too. I've been trying to sell you on that I think you will like. Walk hard. And that is about what? It's a it's a parody of all the biopics. It's a parody of the Ray Charles one and oh, yeah, the Johnny Cash one. That's right up my alley. Yeah, I gotta finish. Uh, it's a joke a minute, stupid jokes. Oh, that's me. It's basic. It's in the same formula. It's almost in the same naked formula gun? of like an airplane. Yeah, okay, or naked gotcha. gun. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. All right, two twenty seven is our time. Let's come back and talk with uh, Aaron Reese from the Athletic. He'll join us in the next segment of the show. Believe it or not, today is. Are we really doing all the things about the Wiz? I'm working on it. We're kind of okay. Get after it right now. Seven one three two one. We'll give the number out for believe it or not coming up in a few minutes. Right now, I want to tell you about the folks at uh, Partners in Building. They have a division. These are the premier home builders in Texas since nineteen eighty six. Number one custom builders. They have a uh, group that they work with called Texas Casual Cottages. If you have some land um, just outside the city, maybe in Braz- the Brazos Valley area. Fayette, Austin, Brazos, Washington counties. They can build for you a beautiful custom home or a cottage or anything out in the country that would be perfect for you and your family's needs. All you have to do is go to partnersinbuilding.com or texascasualcottages.com to find out about what they can do for custom design and custom construction of a home in your area. We're talking about, again, all points, two, three hours from here, not going to be an issue. You want specific uh, things. You want a custom design with your different uh, preferences, priorities. You tell them the budget. They're going to make it happen for you. So do everything with them along the way. You can design your home, select all the finishes, and you can do that by checking out uh, their website at uh, texascasualcottages.com or stopping by one of their Houston area offices. Construction costs, upgrades, and lot preparation are all priced up front. And remember, these designs are built from scratch. texascasualcottages.com is a website. That's texascasualcottages.com. At least now we know that losing sucks. And if anybody knows how much losing sucks, <laughs> it's Matt Thomas. Outstanding. This is Whitney Merciless. Back to the Matt Thomas Show on Sports Talk 790. Time is 2.33. Let's spend 10 quality minutes with our friend Aaron Reese. Normally with us at Tuesdays at 1.30, but because of our phone issues yesterday, he joins us today. This is like our second-to-last regular season visit because we're going to wrap up the season next Tuesday on the show. You got a tear in your eye, Aaron Reese? Hello? I don't hear oh, him. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, I we're... I muted myself. Why did you mute? I was... Uh, you were so emotional was, about our second-to-last visit. I understand. I was trying not, I was trying to stop the sniffles for a second before I started talking. See, exactly. that's, why, that's why we're besties, my friend. Um. Okay, so your publication came out within the last 48 hours and said that David Cully is going to return. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a complete shock, but what were the determining factors according to your quote-unquote uh, website sources that would say, you know what, Cully deserves a chance to come back and run this thing in year number two? 
I mean, I think the, the biggest thing is uh, that, you know, I, for one, he basically met expectations, right? I mean, I think that, that he the team was pretty bad, and uh, um, and he kind of – he we thought they were going to be pretty bad. They ended up being pretty bad. He won a couple games that were a bit surprising, and they have been, I think, a little more competitive here in the, in the, the back end, although they started from a very, very low place. I, I think that the uh, – the thing people maybe wouldn't that wouldn't uh, be the reason the Texans would suggest for why they would keep him, but I think is important to keep in mind here is that um, you have to obviously replace him, and I don't think that the job is any more attractive this cycle than it would have been last cycle when they ended up with David Culley, in part because it was not a job that was the sexiest job to sell uh, once Deshaun Watson was unhappy. You know, I, you know, obviously Deshaun Watson is still on this team, and and it would be. Uh, in theory, great that they could trade him for three first round picks or whatever, but until they actually do so, uh, and, and we can't really say they will because, you know, we thought maybe that would happen at the trade deadline and the legal issues became a problem and that they still exist. Um, you know, he, he would count 40 million against their cap next year. He's currently counts for 16, 15.9, whatever. So, uh, it would be quite the jump. And they are, in addition to him, even without him, they lead the league in, in dead cap. So collectively, we're talking about like seventy-seven million in dead cap if Watson is on the team. That's quite the uh, quite the roster for the first-year head coach to work around if they were to replace David Culley. Not to mention the fact that once you fire David Culley, if you're Nick Casario and Jack Easterby, the clock starts to tick on you. Right now, everything it seems I feel like it's kind of in, in a holding pattern. Right, we're all kind of resigned to the idea of oh, David Culley is not the coach for the long term; he's just the coach for right now. So if, you know, you keep the coach for right now into next season, and then you fire him, you know, midway through the season or at the end of that season, whatever, then, you know, things start to build up, but they don't really have to right now. And the other thing is that any head coach that would want to take the job, um, you know, right now would have to be inheriting a roster, not only with that huge dead cap, but really with no young players. I mean, we like to talk about that, you know, Nick Cassero did pretty well with the first draft class. And I think he did, but I don't think there's anyone who would say there's a clear star in this draft class. Um, and, you know, there's only, I think, five or six guys on this, this team that are rookie contracts who have played 500 snaps. And half of them, Jacob Martin, uh, Justin Reed, and Jerron Christian, offensive tackle, might all be gone. Do you think Cully was sweating this at all? I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know how much the guy sweats anything. Kind of. I don't mean that as a knock on him. I think that is like his personality. Like, I think he was. I, I think like. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The, the guy we see at the press conference is, I think, the, really him, and that guy is... Uh, you know, happy to have the work and, and feels like, you know, he's just lucky to have the job and that, uh, and this, he waited all his time for the chance and he was the right guy for it. And I think he believes in himself and I think that, uh, and he kind of believes in what's going on. And I don't know if he necessarily views it the way, uh, everyone else did that he is, uh, you know, some sort of placeholder coach. And I, in, in fairness to him, I mean, I think you have to be wired kind of the way that that way if you're going to do the job, right? I think you take the job if you think you're going to be the placeholder coach. Uh, where was his greatest strength this year? And what, I know we're doing kind of year-end stuff, but it, because it has been a story the last couple of days, um, does the two games in a row, did, did that do enough? Or do you think that was even decided before the, the wins against uh, Jacksonville and the L.A. Chargers? I don't know. I think, I think that those certainly mattered. Um, I mean, I, I would at least think the Chargers wouldn't matter. Because, you know, I think, like, um, 
like the Chargers win was, in my opinion, pretty impressive. Not because the, the, the Titans obviously are, are the better team, or maybe you finished the number one seed and they did beat them. But you know that that win was kind of ugly. Like it was rainy and there was what like five turnovers by the Titans, and it was just an all around bad game for the Titans. And uh, and the, the Texans really didn't play that well on offense. Uh, th- that game against the Chargers, I felt like, was more complete. Uh, they uh, they obviously also were down a ton of guys like, with COVID, and you know the Chargers kind of started to sustain a comeback. They got within four points, and the Texans closed it out with that pick six and then a touchdown drive. So that's all like the more, most complete performance, and I think David Culley does deserve a lot of credit for kind of keeping the team focused and, and able to win that game, and it certainly seems like it was an important game and kind of determining his future. But like I said, I, I, I it's tough with this thing because I think short of just being a complete and total embarrassment, like to go 0-17 or 1-16 right. or something, um, it, I don't know how much wins and losses was really the determining factor here. It is more about all these things I mentioned before, just like someone has to take the job if you fire him, and you're not really in a position to get someone who's going who's gonna to want it, and you're going to want to put that person on the, the or get them started at a time that kind of gets the clock ticking on Casario and Easterby. They know that the team is going to be bad next year regardless of who is the coach, right? So why not let this guy be the coach for at least one more year, at least half the year, fire him at the bye week, whatever, and then you can kind of figure it out. So you don't think if Josh McDaniels called and said, I want, my, I want to get back in the NFL as a head coach, I've done enough. Uh, Belichick showing no signs of retirement. I want the job that Casario and Easterby wouldn't let them wouldn't let wouldn't fire him and replace him with McDaniel's. I mean, I think sure if if, the, if it's McDaniel's or someone else who they have identified as who they want their next head coach to be. If that person said, "I want to do it right now," and they feel confident in that person, um, then I, I guess sure, there's no harm in, in doing it now. But also, if you're Josh McDaniel's and you have an offensive coordinator job with the Patriots, you could go back to for one more year, and you know that these guys, uh, let's say that let's say that is who they want to hire, that they, they they view you as the guy to succeed David Culley whenever that time comes, mm-hmm. uh, independent of kind of what the Patriots' offense does next season. Then what's the harm in biding your time for another year? Uh, and you know, not taking those losses on your record and kind of delaying the clock starting on you too, because I, I think that is the big thing. Like once they make the move, everyone is kind of on watch, right? That has to work out. Like GMs don't tend to hire you know three head coaches; they just don't really get the chance. Visiting with Aaron Reese from the Athletic here on the Matt Thomas Show. T- time is at two forty. Uh, Justin Reed, are we going to see him on Sunday? Uh, David Coley says there is a, a chance that he could play, and you know I think uh, I wouldn't expect Justin to be back on this team next season, but he does seem like a guy who would want to play if he got the opportunity. Uh, what is, when they shut the door and they close out the season against Tennessee, and Casario thinks about what has to happen in the next year, uh, I guess mid-March is when the conversations can officially begin on a Deshaun trade. Is that the number one thing on his mind, or is it trying to replenish so many positions and of those positions that need the most attention? To me, it feels like you've got to get a legitimate three-down running back that people aren't embarrassed about. Is that, in your opinion, the number one thing they should be thinking about as well? I, I think um... – well, I would say I would say improving the offensive line more so than the running back. I mean, I think you obviously want to get younger running back. I think that they should draft a running back. I wouldn't use the first pick on a running back, um, but I think that they got to improve the offensive line. I mean, this, the running backs obviously were not good on this team, uh, but they also were last, at least last I checked, in yards before contact or carry, which is generally kind of viewed as a. a barometer of offensive line performance so and i think that that obviously was also key and the pass protection was not great this year either so um i I would say that kind of improving the offensive line has to be a huge key and then you've got to add a lot of more depth to the secondary 
Uh, wonder if Desmond King will be back. Even if he comes back, they got to get better at corner. So those are kind of the big, the big positions. But obviously, yeah, I mean, Watson is is the big story with this team. Will continue to be the big story, and until he uh, until he's off the roster. And I think it's important to know, like I mentioned, like uh, until he's off the team, like you basically have to treat that as forty million in dead money, along with all the other dead money they're going to have. And so that's going to be really, you know, a lot for them to maneuver around uh, in free agency, even if he's only on the team for, you know, the first week of free agency or whatever. I mean, that's when a lot of those deals get done. Let me ask you this. Uh, is there anybody on the roster right now that has played himself into a contract that would be not necessarily wild-type money, but maybe, you know what, let's overpay a guy or two here that – might want to go test it for Agent Waters, and we need to, and we just need to set a tone that we've got some guys that want to be here and want to be a part of this future once the rebuild begins and hopefully comes up to a some sort of playoff crescendo. Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, I think Kamu Grugia Hill is kind of a guy who uh, has has performed really well, and then also when you talk to the coaches and stuff, they they seem to view him as as somewhat of a uh, a leader for the team too. So I would say that he's a he's a guy who would, they would probably want to try to keep around. And it'll be interested to see if they can get it done uh, before he would potentially hit the open market. All right, uh, Derek Henry, you're not playing this week, right? I would be surprised. I mean, I think they could probably lock beat the Texans and lock up the number one seed without him. And I wouldn't want to push it. I mean, I think that you need him in the playoffs. So I would be surprised. I don't know. Maybe he suits up, and you know, he's like kind of like a, a breaking case emergency guy. But I, even if he plays, I mean, I can't imagine he's getting 20 carries. So day one after the season. What does Casario, Easterby, McNair, Cully, if they're in a room, what are they all thinking of talking about right after the end of the season, say 3 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon after the game with the Titans is over with? Well, I mean, I think uh, I think one thing that kind of we could see soon, obviously, or what tends to happen, right, is, is coaching changes. Mm-hmm. And I think the person everyone wants to talk, talk about is, is Tim Kelly. Uh, you know, I asked David Cully today what he thought of Tim Kelly's performance, and he said he thought uh, – um, he said he thought he was fine, or he did a good job. It was just a matter of finding consistency, uh, you know, on, on the roster and stuff, or finding the right players. And I think, you know, I, I, it, some people, maybe, I think it's hard to argue that the, the offensive coordinator did a good job when they're, you know, like last in three and out rate and 31st in points per drive. Obviously, he doesn't have a lot of talent around him on the, or to, to work with, but um, it hasn't been the most inspiring performance. So I think that is kind of the, the guy to keep an eye on. And obviously, if, if you do get rid of, Tim Kelly, uh, who do you replace him with? You know, do you want to kind of maintain some continuity uh, around Davis Mills? If you think Davis Mills is going to be the quarterback next year, uh, would that mean you may be promoting Pep Hamilton, uh, who I know is beloved by this show? Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or would you maybe bring in another offensive coordinator uh, and whoever they whoever they hire for the job? I mean, it would be interesting, like how rooted that person is and kind of these like Patriots principles. Do, do they want to run another Patriots type offense? Cause that is of course, kind of what Tim Kelly came up and even though he didn't work for the Patriots, he did work for Bill O'Brien at Penn state and then with the Texans. So I'll be curious to see whoever they hire, if they do replace Tim Kelly, kind of what, what their system looks like, if it is kind of like that Patriot system. And, and if, Pep Hamilton is on the staff next year. You must admit there's no other radio show in the marketplace that brings up Pep Hamilton's name more than mine. I, I, I would agree with that. It's quite the distinction. All right. Uh, we'll get back to our normal spot Tuesday at 12 at one uh, thirty for the final regular season visit of the legendary Aaron Reese uh, from The Athletic. Great stuff. He's always talking next week. Sounds good. I'll bring my tissues. Talk to you later. I would hope you would. I mean, people that... 
tend to shed a tear occasionally when they're making the final appearance on the show. Time is 2.45. Let's play Believe It or Not. Next, I have not one pair, but two pair of Rockets tickets to take on the Dallas Mavericks Friday, Toyota Center, 7 o'clock. It's a Bill Worrell appreciation night. You get a discount with a ticket, a chicken burrito, and a drink. All part of that at Rockets.com, where tickets are going very, very quickly for that game because it is a special night and a good opponent, the Dallas Mavericks. If you want to play for a chance to win those tickets, we'll do it next at 245 with a message here for Classic Chevy Sugarland, Classic Chevy Highway 6, the GM dealers of the year, and they have been that way for now 11 straight years. You're going to find yourself a good vehicle there whether it be a pre-owned or a brand-new vehicle, and you're going to get good financing. You're going to get great customer service. You're going to get a lifetime of car washes, a lifetime of oil changes, and you're going to get two years of an engine guarantee, all from one of the best, if not the top dealerships out there in classic Chevy Sugarland. That's at Highway 90A and 59. Classic Chevy Highway 6 can be found on Highway 6 and Beach Nut, and that location is open on Sundays. Relax and enjoy the difference with Jeff and Tiffany Sebastian and the great team at ClassicChevySugarland.com, ClassicChevyHighway6.com. The most awkward nooner you'll ever be a part of. This is the Matt Thomas Show. I just grenaded Sports RV. I dropped a bomb on him in between the break. Hey, let's give away some Rocket tickets. Rockets versus Mavericks this Friday, won't you say? Okay. We'll do it right now. Five minutes left to go on the show. What should we do? We should play America's fastest growing sports radio game show. We simply call it Believe It or Not, and here's how it works. You'll call 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Today's edition of Believe It or Not brought to you by Woodhouse Day Spas. Print out the gift card for the gift of relaxation. HoustonWoodhouseSpas.com. The category today is all things about The Wiz. A great late 1970s African-American spin on The Wizard of Oz. You're saying why? Well, we were talking about The Wizards earlier today. I'll read you a statement about The Wiz. The statement is completely and utterly accurate. You'll say this. Believe it. If it's erroneous, full of bunk and made up, you will say this. Not. Two, believe it or not, in a row, win you tickets to see the Rockets against the Mavericks this Friday. Special Bill Orell celebration night. You get a ticket, chicken burrito, and a drink for a special price. Check out Rockets.com if you don't win today as you play Believe It or Not. John on 790. John, you ready to play Believe It or Not? Uh, believe it. During production, Motown Records attempted to sue Universal Pictures as they claimed they owned the rights to any music sung by Michael Jackson and Diana Ross. A settlement was reached with Motown receiving a percentage of profits. Believe it or not. Uh, believe it. No, Ross made that up. Ross. Outstanding early effort, my friend. Line number three. Keith on 790. Keith, you ready to play Believe It or Not? Yes, sir. Keith, the screenplay for The Wiz was written by famed Hollywood director Joel Schumacher. Believe it or not. Can you repeat the question? The screenplay for The Wiz was written by famed Hollywood director Joel Schumacher. Believe it or not. Believe it. Believe it. Statement number two for the win. The Wiz was a box office failure. It cost $24 million to produce. It made just under $14 million. Believe it or not. Uh, believe it. Believe it. 
Uh, we're going to let you win, but it seemed a little fishy. Just a little fishy. Matt on 790. Matt, you ready to play Believe It or Not? Believe it. Matt, although the film was a dud, the soundtrack sold over 2 million copies, and it reached number four on the U.S. Billboard charts back in 1978. Believe it or not. 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 That is correct. It did not go platinum, and it peaked at number 40. Statement number two for the win. Your chance to win the Rockets tickets. Diana Ross is the last surviving member of the lead actors of The Wiz. Believe it or not. Not. Oh, yeah. Everybody else is dead. Speaking Duh. of that, all the members of the Golden Girls are dead now, too. How about that? Are they? Yeah. Well, they were old in the 70s, right? 80s. Okay. Rick on 790. Rick, you ready to play Believe It or Not? Rick. Rick is not ready. Let's go to line number two. John on 790. John, you ready to play Believe It or Not? Believe it. John, there were so many budget issues for The Wiz that Quincy Jones eventually volunteered to not take a salary for his role in producing the music. Believe it or not? Believe it. No. Damn, Ross, you are getting these people today. You're so happy with yourself. Andy on 790. Andy, you ready to play Believe It or Not? Believe it. Andy, a live revival of The Wiz aired on NBC in December of 2015. Believe it or not? Not. Believe it. It did. I didn't see it, though. All right. Greg, you're in a good spot, Greg. All you have to do is get one correct answer and you win. Here we go. Greg, much of the music for the original Broadway production of The Wiz was written by Luther Vandross. Believe it or not? Believe it. Believe it. You're going to the Rockets. <laughs> Nicely done. Now, two gentlemen that are going to ease on down, ease on down to the studio would be Adam Clanton and Adam Wexler. Ease on down? It's from the, the It's from the Wiz. Oh. Thanks for listening. Hey, listen to the show. <laughs> Jesus, Adam. I've been. We talked about the very beginning of the show today. I didn't hear the first segment. Yeah, it's because you were busy doing God knows what. Or the fourth. Oh. <sighs> You are the worst. Wexler listens to the show, and for that, I love him more than I love the other guy. Clanton Wexler, the A team. I'll talk to you guys at Rockets Basketball at 6 tonight. Rockets, and nobody beats the Wiz, except hopefully the Rockets will beat the Wiz on Sports Talk 790. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.